to a journey through time and stuff. Time and stuff, yeah. You've never been on a journey like this before. Time and stuff time. Time for the stuff to happen. Time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of A Journey Through Time and Stuff. My name is Aaron. And I'm Jason. And we are here for yet another another round of uh, <laughs> ear beating that we're going to provide to you tonight. Uh, you don't know what you're about ready to click on. Or you already clicked on it. You just don't know what's right. happening. You don't, you don't know, know what's, what's going to happen with the click. Oh. I hope you guys are uh, Prepared. happy with your choice so far. Um, <laughs> you, this might be all you have. Uh, today <laughs> in the house, we have a very interesting human uh, we have very little contact before today. I met him in the back of a bar I was randomly at one night. Uh, honestly, he looked kind of sketchy. Uh, I was a little <laughs> yes. worried about him. Uh, come to find out, he's actually one of the musicians that played on stage. I was like, oh, he can't be so bad. Watched him play. <laughs> right, right. He's a bass player. He's pretty fucking good. And I was like, oh, this guy's got to be something. Struck up a conversation with him afterwards. I was drunk. And... Uh, Nice. And we ended up talking about old classic prog and cool shit. And I was like, okay, this guy's probably got to come on the podcast. No research. He could have been a serial killer. He could have right. been something he else. He still so could like, be, actually. I was just like, this guy's cool. Uh, he but plays. now now we're just, a, now yeah. we've just jammed with the serial yeah. killer. Yeah. I guess. So yeah. yeah, he That's knows right. all about us. He knows how many dogs we have. He's seen the inside <laughs> yeah. of our house. Know everything. Right. He knows uh, all the exits. Jared Strove. Strove. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah, welcome yeah. to hey. the show. Yeah, yeah. We have a rambunctious crowd. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I can hear that. Chill out, guys. Yeah. Welcome, man. <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Well, God, I. Oh, where do I even begin? Um, what well, are you feeling right now? What am I feeling right now? Well, <laughs> I think we had time? a good jam. Like that Sweet. was the first time I've ever actually jammed with another bass player, Justin Trubber. It was great. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, because I, I've always wanted to try to do the double bass thing. Because right, isn't it? Yeah. There's a lot of. There's a lot of room and playing around that one yeah. could accomplish. Mm. So yeah, it was it was cool. Um, I'm in your place. It's fan it's fantastic. You have some cute do you, doges. Do you feel yeah. like uh, the the room is suiting to relax oh. and chill and conversate in? Definitely. Definitely. Doesn't it feel like a little bit different mood than it was a second ago? <laughs> <when we were jamming? laughs> it's like yeah. everything's kind of flip flop, and now we're in the yeah, little bit yeah. of a serious. It is time. definitely a diff a different. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not like the high energy. Element. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a different type of energy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Anyway, yeah, so welcome. Uh, now is the time where we find out all about you, and you're going to divulge more than you ever thought you would when you come in here. Um, oh, no. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Portland. Are actually. born and raised here? Yeah. Cool, cool. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's uh, It's been interesting, though, because, you know, as any, I guess, major city develops, you know, you see it from... You know, when I was a wee lass, uh, a wee lass, a wee lass. So you were you started out a young little girl. <laughs> <laughs> sure, we we can say that. No, uh, I actually grew up in the suburbs. Uh, I'm not where, from where where which 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 the, suburbs? Uh, Hillsboro. Oh, you were out from Hillsboro. Yeah. Yes, yay! You know, you know, yeah. Some of the best Mexican food, I swear to God. Totally. Um, but yeah, so I grew up there and mm. just I came into Portland a bunch. Um. Actually, I had a grandma live. What year was uh, this? Uh, what like like when were you, being a small kid growing up? Yeah. <laughs> what you, you know was it like the early nineties. Yeah, I was born in ninety three. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're a youngin. Yeah. You're a youngin. Yeah, I guess. I don't honestly. We're both '80s kids. Yeah. Same with my sister. Yeah, I was gotcha. born in '86. '85 was my sister. Oh, cool. So, gotcha. Yeah. She. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, the '80s. You know, it was funny because like I used. I feel like I used to shit on the '80s a lot, but now I'm like looking back at the music and the culture of it, and I'm like realizing like you know what, that was that was something there. That's some you know? style. It was. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, it, what what was funny is I, I feel like you had this weird paradigm shift from the 70s to the 80s where music got really expansive in the yeah. 70s yeah. and kind of took off and it just went everywhere. Right. And then when cars got shitty, music got <laughs> shitty. And so by the 80s, yeah. by the 80s, <laughs> all car f- production cars in America were in full swing ugly mode, dude. Nothing yeah. looked good. Really? They didn't make good looking cars. They were all boxy and weird and, and you know. Safe, yeah. economical family. Station, wa- <laughs> Station wagon looked like Station bubbles wagon. and... It was just, it was not a good time. And music did the same thing mm-hmm. at that time. It, it went all beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. And that's, that was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Know? Okay, beautiful. It went beep, boop, right the fuck out you know? <laughs> for, for a while. Dude. But really then, what's, then what was crazy is that's when metal started. Yeah. But yeah, see, that's the thing. I feel like, you know, like any era, it's, there's going to be good and bad. You know, the only thing from the 80s that. I wish I could have experienced with the, was the Garthmobile and actually seeing that in action. Oh, you know sure. Because I mean? every time I see a car that's similar to that, like I just hope that's an Dude, Pacer. Dude, yeah, why don't you just go grab buy one? Buy buy a know, Pacer. I, I don't know where would you find. I mean, wasn't that, that a Gremlin? <sighs> wasn't it? A, wasn't it an AMC Gremlin? Probably. I'm I'm terrible. With I think that little that. tiny car was a Gremlin. I could be wrong. Probably. I just I just remember there was like the you know really big back windows mm-hmm. and it's just like I don't know. It's just. You know, it's an ugly car, but yeah, it just ugly had... as balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it just has this. You know, I don't know. Maybe it, it was it only cool. It was. I tell you what, it was yeah. only cool because it had Garth and it's, that's the only reason why Wayne that's the only reason why sitting like in it when we of watched course. it. Oh yeah, that's the only thing that made that oh, yeah. car cool. Is there? Charisma about him walking out, right. and him loving his fucking car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. They <laughs> like everything about, about that made us love that shitty, right. shitty Pete car. Yeah, I mean that's the only reason. That's it. I mean I love Wayne's World. You know, oh, yeah. they captured, oh, yeah. they kind of captured that like the essence of a shitty car just in general, though. Yeah. In a yeah. way, like the fun palling around with. Just yeah. So as a young car, kid growing <laughs> up in Hills Burrito. <laughs> Were were your parents musicians? Do you have a musical you know, family? It's funny you say that because yes, I do. Um, mm. Pretty much everyone in my family is somewhat musically inclined, except for my mom. My mom, I love my mom dearly. You know, mm. she's influenced me in a lot of good ways. But God rest her soul, she, you know, I she's tried time and time again, and it just doesn't mm. click. But my dad uh, grew up uh, not Presbyterian, but um, Episcopalian, you know, religious, whatever. Are you uh, religious? Not anymore. God no. no. <laughs> God no. Uh, <laughs> God no. God no. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, he he sang in like you know boys choirs and stuff like that. Yep, and, totally. You know, he was a '60s kid, so he was in the '70s rock and got into guitar around some. You know that that you know the whole thing. Um. And I remember. So okay. So anyways, that's my dad, and then my sister. Um. You know, grew up. You know, obviously what, se- eight. seven, eight years older than you. Yeah, correct. She's actually just turned 33, and I'm turning 26 on the 13th. Uh, I turned 33 in less than uh, two weeks. About to yeah. blow my brains out. Don't no, do that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He doesn't mean it. <laughs> you know, I don't he mean doesn't it. <laughs> I don't mean it. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway, so my sister, you know, grew up in the 80s as well. But 
mainly was into 90s, early 2000 music. So as a kid... I was more or less forced to listen to NSYNC and, ba- and Backstreet Boys. Oh, but, sorry for your soul. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm like, it's classic shit. I can go back to it and be like, yeah, that was that was something. But um, With so a small that. tear rolling down your a cheek? A little bit. Yeah, yeah. Of, of course. Of course. And But yeah, as a kid, I just wasn't into music at all. Yeah. For whatever reason. And you it was weird. Stuff. Yeah. I was into sports oh, as a kid. Gotcha. What kind of What did you play? Soccer. Yeah, uh, soccer heads. Yep, we're yep. Huge what uh, yeah. what, oh, what position soccer. you play? Uh, every, position. every. I, nice. I, honestly, prefer I play, preferred preferred uh, defense. Okay, nice. definitely fullback. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That's or sweeper, like, or were you a sweep more sweep. of a sweeper? I did sweeper for a little bit. I was mainly usually like left or right most of the time. Gotcha, um, gotcha. And that's why I mainly did, you know. So I play, so I played Breck soccer as a kid. That was like mm-hmm. I was a kid with undiagnosed ADD. Um, sure. I was hyperactive, couldn't sit still for more than 30 minutes. I couldn't read for more than like 15 at a given time. Right. Um, and so, and so, uh, you know, I, why would that make sense for me to be a musician as a kid? Because there's no way I could have, you know, I would pick up the guitar maybe and just be like, eh, you know? So it wasn't until about 12 years old, uh, my dad put on the first ACDC record, Highway, or uh, not Highway to Hell, but um, High Voltage. High Voltage, yes. Um, and something about that just moved me. And I was like, yeah. And also that was during the time when I had a good friend that would come over all the time and, you know, he was learning guitar and, uh, he would be like, Hey Jared, check out this riff I learned this week. Like, you know, Uh, um, and it just, (laughs) you know, yeah. And so it just blew me away because I was just like, Whoa, I want to do something like that. So really that's what influenced me to pick up guitar. Finally. Um, I like do it. Yeah. He said 12, 13, 12, 12. Yeah. Um and acoustic then, guitar? No, electric. Or electric. You went electric. right to an electric guitar. I was my dad had an electric that he bought in seventh grade as well, like uh-huh. twenty, you know, thirty years ago. Uh-huh. Um, and he was just like, here, like, give it a try. And so I just like, you know, gave it a strum. I mean, I couldn't play. I was like, um, but just something about the raw power of, you know, just striking strings just felt right, you know. And I really wanted to dive in. And so uh, I kind of immediately got into lessons, uh, did guitar seriously for about a year. I was trying, you know, I, I at that time, I really wanted to be the next A. Van Halen, you know. Oh, sure, Young. who didn't? Yeah, right? So, um, and this is funny because this is like all so, these. Oh, so when you started, you wanted a solo? Mm. You wanted to be a shredder? I just wanted to play rock solo. I just wanted to play classic rock. That's all I wanted gotcha, to do. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so at the time I was into ZZ Top, Van Halen, ACDC, and that's all I listened to. Um, because again, you know, I didn't grow up listening to any of the '90s music that you know. Metallica. I, not until not, later. Not no, later. Oh, okay. this is way later. Okay, way okay. Later, so so you were still like purely classic rock. Exactly. Bob Seger. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. All the stuff my dad grew up on. Tom Petty. What, all oh, everything. Yep, okay. Yep, yep. Steely Dan. But oh, Steely Dan. Oh man. Uh, Okay, here's what I'm glad about you bringing up Steely Dan. Yeah. They get so much shit thrown their way in the music community for like, I don't don't understand what the shade is towards Steely Dan, but I see so much negativity toward fucking Steely Dan, so many jokes about Uh -uh. Steely Dan, and Mm. yet play some of their guitar parts. Like, try and play some of their songs like they, like, good luck. Yeah. It's actually super complicated music. Yeah, the chords are insane. Because jazz, like, it, it's all jazz harmony. You know, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's everything about it is fucking brilliant. Oh yeah, and 
if people are classic rock people and they miss out on Steely Dan, oh. they don't get an appreciation for the finesse of that classic They're rock sound. They're missing out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and my dad, that's like... Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood another, Mac. Another one. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I never really listened to too much Fleetwood Mac, but... Um, so anyways, so yeah, so that was my upbringing. And then, so, and so yeah, so I play guitar, uh, I said professionally, <laughs> the least thing of a professional, for about a year. Uh, but I also, during this time, I would go into like music camps. And this, I actually went to a camp called School Rock, which was like at this high school that I eventually went to. Um, and so we would like get into bands and it'd be like a whole week thing. That's where I really got my chops to even like play with groups. And in that time, nice. I even was like, I want to keep on doing this. This is a lot yeah. of fun. Um, and then eighth grade rolled around, and I just heard, you know, another one bites dust. And that was like, I what wh- wh- what what is that like? Right. <laughs> You're like, huh? I was like, huh? So yeah, I just I heard that you know classic bass but but don't don't. Yeah, and I just immediately that was like okay, I gotta pick up bass. Like I really like, and then, uh, so yeah, so I picked up bass eighth grade, uh, and from there forward, I was like, I really want to get to know this instrument, and not just. And, and then you, so you delved into all the players, everybody, yeah, relevance, uh, yeah, and really, what really drove me to have a better understanding of music and music theory in in general is I just told myself freshman year of high school I was going to join the jazz band uh, I've never in my life played jazz uh I fucking hated it at a young age because I was like it's boring it makes you fall asleep blah, blah, blah. this is what you know way before I knew about all the subgenres of jazz oh sure and, and how obviously it's influential on my, but anyways but um so yeah so I I want to join jazz band actually I was it was like the first day of freshman year uh I walk walk into the high school with my dad still remember that day and uh, I see this band teacher, which I did this program with, and his name was Mr. Dunlop. And he was like, hey, Jared. He's like, so because he, he knew I played bass, because he saw me at this camp that I was at. And he was just like, hey, I need a bass player for one of my jazz bands. Do you want to do it? And, I was, and so so I thought about it for a second. And I was like, you know, yeah, I'm going to challenge myself. So I said, fuck it. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, and I remember the first day. And this, this is this is like no prior sheet music, uh, like reading at, at all. Yeah. So I get the, my first sheet of music, and I look at. It, I don't even I, some you know classic jazz standard. It's great too. And if, I, I mean, I, if I heard it, I would know what it is. But can't not think of the name. Um, and I remember I had to write out where all the notes were and figure out where all the frets I was going to play them on because I was like. Tabs, basically. Tabs, but yeah, but then like I, but at the same time, I was learning the notation. Sure. Oh, well, yes, but you had to, you had to kind right. of tablate the yes. notes. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, cross reference them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, but from there forward, I just you know read more sheet music. I learned the notes of the fretboard. Um, when I was when I was bass, I uh, <laughs> had this teacher in eighth grade who was the studio bass player guy who practiced for five plus hours and expected me to do the same, and it was. Thing. quite uh, terrible experience actually um because there's one time he gave me this like herbie hancock like you know chameleon stuff um and he's like you gotta learn it by next week you know and, and i get to the lesson and uh he's just like why can't you play this and literally i just like break down in tears because he's stressing me out man yeah yeah and i don't get i had a band teacher in eighth grade make me cry yeah 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 that's not what the instrument's about right 
But um, anyways, but back, fast forward, I joined jazz band, started learning how to read music that way. And then by junior year, I was like, okay, I want to be in the top jazz band. And I go to my band teacher and I'm like, hey, how can I be in the top jazz band? He's like, well, if you're going to be in the top jazz band, you got to learn how to play upright bass. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> okay, sure. Why not? You know, because I just, you know, the I've noticed the, the more times I've said yes, good things have always followed. Right, right. Um, so anyway, so I go ahead and try to learn this fucking huge ass bass, you know, the origin of, you know, the electric and whatever. Um, and I had this really cool teacher named Ryan Graham, who not only was a kind and gentle, gentle man, um, he also was a really great teacher, um, taught me all the basics I knew about jazz. He uh, gave me, uh, oh, still what? And that's how I learned how to play like swing lines. That mm-hmm. was the piece that started everything. And I just played more and more sheet music and then eventually I wanted to pick up the bow and try classical stuff. And that, you know, that's a whole, like, I'm a terrible, like now I am. I was a lot better about a year ago, but I was I'm like, I'm a terrible classical bassist. I would love to be a phenomenal, um, cause this is bassist out there. Just do, oh yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so band do that's the thing. Back. And then just from there on, I, Started playing in bands and you know and that whole thing and then sure. just guys sort of yeah so okay so so what was your when did you f- you're doing all that you're in school all of this stuff is kind of like school directed right. when was your first extracurricular band activity happening because I assume when you're in jazz band yeah. playing that yeah you're also outside of jazz listening to more music right like so when did bands. Oh, when extracurricular start for you? So like, oh, like playing in bands, not not affiliated with schools. That, yeah, is that, okay. Yeah, was it yeah. in high school still? Yeah, high school. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, there's this guy named I knew named Matt Sell who was a fantastic drummer, singer, and guitarist. Oh. I mean, this guy could do almost anything. And I started in high school. In high school. Oh fuck those guys. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? It's like right. God, fuck. Um, but he was such a nice guy. I mean, we get. Sure. I would get he, sure. Was a, he was a. We he would mostly jam on the drums that I would play bass, and eventually we got his friend to play guitar, and then we became a trio. And this is kind of really like the first band I, I yeah, I would say yeah, first band I was ever in that really uh, uh, made me feel that it wasn't part of school, I guess. Um, but what I thought the hilarious thing was is we would, so event, yeah. So anyway, so we were a trio. We were playing in Matt's garage for the most part, and then eventually uh, Tyler and his brother Trevor. Uh, <laughs> took us to their church and rehearsed there. But I could tell you something though: the acoustics in there were fantastic. Oh yeah, right. And yeah, really- I remember there was this like th- I swear to God, thirty minute jam we had that was like one of the most uplifting things I've ever felt in my life. And to this day, it's still like it's like I could still recall like every moment of what happened there. It was just like something crazy, and and that's the main like it, that, I, that's how I feel like. Music is a drug for me. You know, it's, yeah. it's addicting. Well, it's like okay, a, so I was going to ask. Yeah, so, yeah. so d- during high school, during that stuff, uh-huh. you're still a sports guy. Yeah, yeah. And playing music. Yeah. So did, were you popular? No. No. <laughs> God, no. No. I mean, I had a lot of friends in different groups aspect, but I was one of the weird kids. I was always okay. one of the weird kids. Uh, you know, Was I, music sort of an escape? Yes. So in so many ways, there was, I swear to God, there was a period. I mean, I mean, I don't want to like talk about depressing no, things. No, no. Hey, um, hey, that's exactly what yeah, we do on this podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but 
during elementary school, I felt very alone. And like I had some friends here and there, but they were all they all went to different schools. Uh, so I felt like music was kind of like, and and I was kind of trying to rediscover myself because I was a very like awkward, quiet child um, that just uh, you know couldn't sit still, you know. Right. Right. Um, so music and, and, and another thing I wanted to add about the music thing, music was the first thing I felt I could concentrate on. Oh, and just your brain goes, whoosh, yep. this is the only thing yep. I want to do right now. Yep. And from there forward, I like did better in school you know, almost immediately. It was, it was like it, 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 once I got into it, it was, it was like an almost day and night feeling. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But I don't know, but. Enough about me, because I feel like I talk about this a lot. What about you guys? Like, what was your upbringing? What was our upbringings? Yeah, upbringings, like, you know. We actually have a pretty similar story. Blue you, okay. you two, yeah. yeah. Yeah, me and you do, actually. Like, okay. My dad is a, a singer, guitarist. Yeah, um, yeah. My sister is a singer Yeah. Um, and guitarist. My um, mom doesn't play music yeah um yeah i was raised religiously but god no yeah <laughs> you know what i mean and uh yeah for the i was uh born in bellingham washington but moved oh, to kenai alaska dude, Bellingham's amazing yeah yeah wow it is cool and i still love going back and yeah. i still have family there i visit sometimes yeah but um yeah man uh i was in i was a percussionist <coughs> uh-huh. um in band starting in like sixth grade seventh yep. grade i see that's how i skipped that um, i didn't do that and then in uh yeah and then in high school i quit band in high school and just did choir the whole time uh-huh. um but i had a drum set i owned a drum set basically the whole time uh-huh. um and yeah fucking learned how to play guitar starting in high school um yeah, I was into really, really light music, like kind of like yeah. acoustic, yeah. chill, chill stuff. Well, all through high school, you were still in church, and you were doing like yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I I played congas and stuff for church, and oh, I also played at church too. By yeah, the way. yeah, for, for a couple numerous <laughs> yeah. years. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, yeah, joined bands outside of school, doing uh, playing congas and singing, and then yeah, I don't know. From then I went played bar gigs with a buddy of ours and then Aaron joined that group and then we joined an electric band and then <laughs> we formed an electric yeah, band. Yeah, formed yeah, an electric yeah, band yeah. and then yeah, Fighting Silence moved to here six years ago with all four of our members and yeah. Wow. And yeah. Yeah. Both yeah. my parents are musicians. Nice. Uh were. Uh. In, but um and they played I mean, they played music respectively probably for thirty years in a row. Wow. You know? They were they were just hippie touring country bluegrass folk music all all of that stuff you know maybe uh, some classic rock songs but right. our very, parents knew each other ah yes our okay. parents knew each other back in the like late seventies early eighties before we was around before we were wow. even around wow. they the, our wow. our they parents were playing music day. and my parents are like twelve fourteen years older than his parents. Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's there. So they were my parents came up in their like mid thirties, and his parents were in their like early twenties. Wow. You know, yeah. and so and so it, but <clears throat> but they were like his dad was already his dad was already like 
a fucking amazing singer <laughs> and dad, guitar player. And you like, could play in Alaska when they were growing up. You could play in the bars at 19. At 19, you could play in yeah. bars. So wow. my dad at 19. But we're in a town of 8,000 people. We're right. like we're in small town. Right. Oh, small yeah. Small town. Oh, yeah. Back oh, then, yeah. it was even less, probably. Yeah, like one or two stoplights. Oh, yeah, at the time, when not you know when we were, yeah. it was more expanded. By the time we had like ten thousand people and like five stoplights, we were doing pretty fucking good. Right. Woo! Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. But, but oh, yeah. both my parents were touring musicians, and then even after I was born, they continued playing music together as a duo, and they just did this thing. They had naturally harmonizing voices, and and That's it was so just cool. like this kind of cool thing. Uh, and when I was a young kid, I thought they were like the fucking best ever. Yeah, and then as I got older, I realized that like they got to a level good enough to just like play these songs to a crowd, but there was never any work to get better past just being able to play right. these, you right. know, standard bar bar four on the floor. Yep, if one, four, uh, five songs, you yeah. know, some 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 more complicated parts in right. some of the songs. You know, they're doing. Because they did, they did all the trope tunes and everything like that, and yeah. they have licks and hooks and all these things that they got to learn and yeah, and yeah, yeah. make them catchy. And you know, there was there was a lot of work and orchestration to doing it, but there was never progression past that point, right? Of getting that accomplished, <clears throat> which they did very well. My mom is a wonderful singer, mm. you know. She has just a natural everything, and like you know, but they don't do it anymore. They're in fucking seventies, right? Yeah. Both my parents are in their seventies wow. now. Or my mom is almost seventy, and my dad's in his seventies, and uh, yeah. you know, because they were very, they were old yeah. when they had, <laughs> you know, and so, yeah. So I always felt that I was in a way, way, way different age than everyone else I ever knew. Uh, I was living because I, because my parents were older, and we lived in like small town. Uh, sometimes, <laughs> no running water. Like, you know, yeah. like, like real, just like kind of boonies living shit. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> I love that. Boonies and, living and shit. we always had really old 70s cars because they were the cheapest ones to buy back in that time. And my dad was a mechanic, so he could fix them and get them running again. So we always had really old cars. We were always listening to old ass music. Like, <laughs> I was Duke Ellington in fifth grade for a wax museum like thing. Oh. That's because amazing, because old jazz was my shit, man. I was yeah. into I was into Louis Arm. <laughs> fucking hilarious, dude. Everyone's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Everybody else was like George Washington and Pocahontas yeah. and all these things, yeah. and I was yeah. Duke Ellington. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I was fuck? full blackface. Dog. Oh no, a little a little redhead white oh, five oh, fifth. No. Oh, this no. is in 1990. Oh no, had oh, it been 93, oh, 94. Geez. 90, so maybe maybe ninety five. For me, I I went I lasted, went to a hand no me down I went to a hand me down like Bishop's oh, Attic store and found this old ass suit that was way too big for me that we had to pin underneath so I so it was a oh, suit that God. fit because yeah. he wore a suit and he played piano and I had a hat and I had all the yeah. stuff and t because it was a wax museum thing where I just had to like pose in front of a piano fucking face hands i just painted my fucking face and hands black dude yeah. so so i could be duke ellington it's the funniest fucking thing in the world to me because <laughs> yeah. he was like my idol yeah you know 
Yeah. Everything about that guy was like <laughs> fucking crazy. And now That's to think so about funny. it, now to think about it now, if a fu- if, if, yeah. if a if a fifth grader today yeah. wanted to do a wax <laughs> thing, yeah, like yeah. with the rest of his class, I want to be Duke Ellington. And <laughs> came yeah. to school and blackface. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine? There'd no, be some that'd... shit. There'd yeah. be some crazy uproar. What would yeah. they do? It'd be, it'd be all over. What would you do now? <laughs> if a, if a, if a white five year old kid wanted to be Duke Ellington for a school project. What would you? What, this what do you think? Poses this, a lot of really. What yeah, do you think the school system questions. would say to that kid who wanted to be a black guy? I, I don't know. I mean, unfortunately, like, there shouldn't be, be any problem. There should, I, in my opinion, there should not be that. That white little kid should be able to express himself with any hero that he sees as a hero. True. I didn't think. As soon as you tell him you can't be him because he's not your color or whatever fucking thing they have to tell yeah. that kid. That's going to set a boundary in his mind that there's something weird or wrong about that kid being that way. Yeah. You, you, I, it's interesting. That's I, I, I am just, happy that my school let me fucking blackface myself at fifth, in, in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. Like, it bums me out that it has to be like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there even has to be like a term like that. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It does. So it does. I, and... I, I don't want it to even be something that's ne- It's only negative because... We worry about them being offended about it. Yeah. Of course. You know? I guess so. But I don't know. But it, there's like, have you heard about the whole Justin Trudeau? Drew, I, I can't even say it. Justin Trudeau? Thank you. Thank you. About like him as, I don't know. It's uh, Okay. There's a yeah. difference. There is a difference. In okay. college. Okay. When you're being a Halloween costume, uh, not studying a person for a thing in school. There is a complete okay. different. Okay. I, I actually view that the 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 intention yeah. of wearing it is different. Okay, and you know, that and would you yeah. say that it's all about that, the innocence of the child, dude? Because that was like you know yeah. they're they're literally looking at someone who's an amazing musician or an influential figure, yeah. and nothing about the characteristic about that person at that time for me, nothing about how he looked mattered about what he gave to jazz yeah like you know i mean you, and in a way you're uh doing almost respect for Duke Ellington. of course it's, yeah that was yeah. all it was a hundred percent everybody yeah. else was just some fucking trope person like everybody knows who george washington is yeah right. you know i wanted to like, do something look at this asshole i wanted yeah. to do yeah. <laughs> fucking george washington oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you oh shit yeah no you're fine you're oh, fine oh, yeah. i fix all that in post uh, okay, for cool. halloween one year I didn't, I don't know. I was just a drummer. <laughs> when oh, yeah. I was like, I was like s- <laughs> six. Yeah. 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 I was like in kindergarten or first grade, dude. Yeah, I was yeah. a drummer. I got <laughs> pictures, dude. I look so badass. Dude. I got fucking bandana. I got, yeah. I got like fucking like four yeah. pairs of drumsticks, dude. Like an ungodly amount of drumsticks. Yeah. Too many for any one drummer uh, to have even. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was God, like, that's great. I got a lot. <laughs> just case. Back yeah. to, back to where we looped off of yeah, that. Right, uh, yeah. Right. You know, uh, anyway, I always felt like I was in a really old household. Right. As a kid, and then everybody else was into music that I didn't understand. Like when pe- when my friends in fifth and sixth grade listened to NSYNC and Backstreet Boys yeah. and Britney Spears yeah. and all yeah. that shit, Savage Garden, and like Savage. <laughs> like when all that shit was going on, <laughs> and I heard my friends listening to it, I really was like, "How do you like this?" That is all. Like my brain has always heard that. Now I will tell you, like I would hear some songs from that time, like like 
seal when I watched. Oh, oh yeah! Oh come on! You know, dude, you gotta yeah. So kiss, kiss by yeah. a rose was one of those songs. Oh, I was like, dude. I get down to this fucking jam. <laughs> yeah, like, right. it's hard you know, not to like you know, get teary eyed. Oh, hundred percent. Roller rinking to roller skating around, <laughs> holding hands with a kid. But but a lot of the poppy music of that time I just didn't get, and so I was listening to classic rock for that's all I'd listen to until I discovered Metallica. And from then it was and for from then from then that was just it was like I understand Tom Petty. I don't need any of that anymore. And I just went head first into everything heavy metal and I I never looked back. I mean I, I listened to I you know, this was just high school. Right. And I just kind of put myself into this fucking crowd of heavy metal and all my friends were listening to rap and all this hip pop and everything and I didn't get any of it. I didn't get any of it. Like, my friends, and and I just no dog against them. Like, I just didn't fucking get it, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right, right. I get it now. Those that's that, you know, metal and and hip hop and rap. I get it now. But yeah, but but at that age, there's no way I... Yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah. I I was je- I was <clears throat> jealous that they loved the shit out of it. I was there were a few exceptions. Again, when I was young, Eminem popped in there and I was like yeah. I can get down with some of this white boy angry sad shit cuz I yeah. feel that way, you know. <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, yeah, I got Those lyrics are catchy. Damn yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Uh but no man, I was even jealous of that that I couldn't get uh I couldn't understand why they like that stuff, and I didn't yeah. ever get it. Like, yeah, even to still to now, I, I I can put myself in a place today, yeah. and listen to, uh, unless it's country, then I just don't get that shit still. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So, you know, I as of recent, I I I found a couple of like there's a couple like it real for me. It's like I really have to like the person, and there's a technicality thing. Like for example, I love Rod Paisley, man. Like you know, some of the songs are cheesy, yeah, but his guitar playing is fantastic. Yeah, well, know. that's the thing. Brad you know? Paisley can actually play guitar. Right. Same with Vince Gill. And, like, our, there's, like, tons of great country. Chet Atkins and, like, classic guys like that. Well, uh, when you go back into the classic, it, oh, they had to play guitar. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. To, 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 to be a country star, you had to play guitar and sing at the same time. Oh, yeah. That was that was the thing. I, I love all of... I mean... All of the classic Western highwaymen are yeah. everything. <laughs> All those guys, I love yeah. that shit. I, I right. get down with that shit. It's the more modern. Oh yeah, definitely. Country music oh, yeah. to me is. I don't know. I yeah. don't even want to try to describe it because no, I, I don't. Feelings I don't. If I do, I don't blame you. Yeah. Yeah, we all understand. <laughs> we all understand. Speaking that. of music and good times and everything like that, let's. Uh, you picked some albums, and yes. we you you picked a wonderful uh, array of of timeline, genre, and uh, intensity, yeah. which I love. Uh, and I want you to take it through it. Take us through it. What do you? Which, why, which why? one? Which yeah, one do you pick, want to listen to pick first? Whichever one oh, you want. Man. Go with what oh, you want first. Yeah. Okay. We got, oh, we got to play fragile. Okay. We got to play fragile. All right. So. Okay. All right. And now, the song because uh, we talked before this. This album is so stupendous. This is is yeah. the album fragile by Yes. Uh, it's so stupendous that it's kind of a hard oh, pick on which song yeah. to listen to. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking roundabout 
Felix classic, but you know, roundabout's I, great. But it also, is. it's everyone's heard it. Exactly. So there's you know, also long distance runaround. Right, but I, I feel part like of the sunrise. I, that has to be the one. It has to be because we were, we were just playing bass. I mean, that has an amazing bass part. Well, in it. Chris Squire, yeah. as I was a young boy and dis- discovering guitar players and bass players that were influential and shit. I, he has been one of my favorites for the longest time. Of course. Bootsy Collins, another oh, one. Of course, of course. Another great. You have to, yeah. Oh, man. You know, oh. and it's crazy, too, because nowadays there's so many, so, so many more known and good bass players. Mm-hmm. So, but yes, Chris Wire is fantastic. There are so many more known and good bass players today. Oh, yeah. But all... N- for every new bass player that comes out that's great and gets known, it's that much less of a chance that a young kid's going to discover these guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's For true. me. Yeah. And they don't talk about it enough. Yeah. Famous bass players, some do. Oh, yeah. But, but famous bass players, today, young ones, young yeah. guys, aren't talking about these greats. They're talking about the late 80s, early 90s greats. That's true. That's valid. That's valid. You know, I think it, you just got to talk about everything, though. Yeah, you know, true. It, from any span, like for me, even even if you go into the late late the late two thousands, you know, modern prog stuff oh, with yeah. everything crazy and all the yeah. math metal and all the stuff is, I've I haven't seen anyone in any of that stuff. Ah, there's a couple bands that there are, but none of them are influential and driving like these guys were back then. I, I don't feel it in the music that they produce the same yeah. way that I feel how much more incorporated into the music the bass was in all of this music. Yeah. Like it was part of the music, not just supporting low end, not yeah. just, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, it's that. also Chris Squire too. I mean, the, the, the guy is you know legend for that. But go to yeah. any... Yeah. Any classic rock band from the 70s and 80s, yeah. the bass was a part of the music. That's true. It was There's not one James Brown song where the bass line isn't the most important part of that whole song. There isn't one fucking Stevie Wonder song where the bass line isn't the most important part of that song. Yeah. The the piano parts wouldn't be carried and accented in anything the same without the bass they designed for underneath of that stuff. Yeah. Like Today, and countless albums show it because when they come out and they release it to the thing and they're mastered and there's almost no bass in the song, you don't actually hear the bass itself in the mix. You hear low end thump on some notes, but you don't hear it. And Justice for All is a perfect example of that shit. Oh, yeah. There's all of these albums where you don't hear bass. Yeah. You just don't hear it. I get it. You don't fucking yeah. hear it. Oh yeah. And I'm going yeah. I'm going okay, they have a phenomenal bass player. Yeah, what in the world? Why? I I hate Dream Theater for this. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. Up until like 99 2000, they did they did uh Scenes from Memory, then they did Train of Thought. No, they wouldn't after that then Train of Thought. Train of Thought was the last album that they did where the bass was part of the fucking mix and it was in there and it was solid. Everything after Train of Thought they just lost the bass. The yeah. further you go out, there's not you. You don't hear it anymore. Yeah. And like so many out bands do it because they're they're an important part of the band for live performances. But they can 
fucking beef up their sound so much in mixing right. that they don't need a bass playing tone to fill out the music. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you have two guitars or That's a sad. guitar and a keyboard or three guitars or any of these other things where all these fucking gnarly metal bands now have so many guitar parts. Yeah. Whereas why do they even need a fucking bass player? Yeah. <laughs> it kills me. It yeah. kills me. That's why I like classic music because every single one of them had a bass player and he was part of the song and you could yeah. hear it. You there was driving riffs. The song was driven by the bass and the guitars went sprinkle 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 salt and pepper on top. That yeah, was true. Like I get that. Let's give them fucking raw kick and a bass line and then everything else is fluffed on top of that. that yeah. Where did that music go? Yeah. It's not around very much. Yeah. Unless it's a hip hop song and then the lyrics are horrendous. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. Ouch. But you know, I don't know how often do you, if you guys check out like NPR, like Audio Tree, but they get a lot of good, like, oh, they do. Solid. They do, but where is it? Where's what? Where's the, the music? Where's the I feel like they. I, it's out there, but, yeah. you, but, but what I'm saying is it's not. No, it is not on the front of any music website. They are not artists. For them, I mean, there's like alternative press sometimes finds some good shit. There's some, but man, none of these places, Billboard, all, all of these things that are get. putting out yeah. music that they're telling you this is the good shit out to listen to right now, none of them have these bands that you have to find on public radio, that you have to find doing the, in these little expose things that they're trying to put their sound out there, they're only hidden there. They're not out, and you don't ever see it. Yeah. It's sad. It bugs the fuck out of me. Yeah. I see that. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. Fragile. Fragile. Part of the sunrise. Yeah. <laughs> some shit that. Oh, one, two, three, or four. Oh, pick oh. a random number. Thank you, Jason. All yes. Right. Oh, you fucking remembered. Oh, you fucking savior. That's why he's here, everybody. Give him a round of applause. Hey, I'm here for a reason. Um, I remember things sometimes. <laughs> don't, uh, yeah, don't quote me on that. My wife will be like, ah, you forgot this shit. <laughs> remember? Yeah. Nope, I don't. Hey, uh, one, two, three, or four. Uh, uh, three. All right. All right, everyone. It's final time. Everyone, it's time again. Circle round and grab a friend. Drop the needle. Reminisce time and stuff. This is it. Final time. Oh, final time. Oh, it's final time. Oh, final time. Oh, yeah. I hope I got it. Oh, yeah.
what I'm fucking talking about. And they're letting everything in the ethereal and it all come in behind. And as you're drawn in by the bass, you almost don't even notice that everything's getting louder behind it. Fuck you guys, here we go again. Bridge pickup. Yeah. 
He actually may be playing only a single pickup on this in his bass right now. Anderson is the vocals. And obviously Bill Bruford on drums. Oh, okay. That's what I was wondering. This, this is this is pre or after King Crimson. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Bill Bruford is in King Crimson first and then went to yes.
Sí. Ladies and gentlemen, my God, I, the amazingness of yes, how fragile me. we all are. Yeah, God, I for you know it was fun. I just realized 1971. I yeah. want all of you to think about that for just a second. This song, this album, came out in 1971. That was the type of music that was being expanded into the universe at that time. That was the that was the forefront. Yeah. Of complexity. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was yeah there was a moment I actually tried to, was uh, trying to learn this song. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, it good was, luck. I only got the maybe first couple of bars, <laughs> and I gave up. It's after tough, that. man. It's really it's yeah. it's it's heavy stuff. Yeah. Uh, especially if you want to try and simulate it how they'd play it live, which is ever expanding. Oh god. And you know, yeah. like like Chris Squire and. Uh, We have background there. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> the fucking record player picking <clears throat> up sound again. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh. No. Um. Chris Squire and Getty Lee. It's yep. like a combo of those oh. two's tone that I try and model my tone after. Oh yeah. It's classic. It sounds great. It doesn't fail. The only thing I don't do is play out of a Fender. Yeah. And uh, you know. Other than that, I try and model my tone after theirs because I think it's the most poignant tone. I think that it's actually what real basses sound like. Mm. And uh, anybody else who tries to not do it is fooling themselves. <laughs> I do like a nice low deep tone, though. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But I get what you mean, though. It definitely cuts through. I, like, I get the the other polarity kind of for me is like a Justin Chancellor growly low type tone yeah. tool ish. Oh, God. You yeah. know? Uh, oh. his, he's a sexy. his fucking tone oh. is one oh. that I like. Oh, 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 oh. But I don't play the music <laughs> that that tone is appropriate. Yeah. That's where I'm at. True. If, yeah. I, if, I had a, if I had the type of music that was appropriate for it, I'd 
go that way with my tone. Right. It's it's all dependent <laughs> on. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like I'm still trying to discover my tone. Like I, I think I have a good understanding now of what it should be like, but I don't know. It's like ever I'm always fucking with things or just you know changing knobs. I'm just I'm just what what I think that is shown on these guys, which a lot of new bands aren't shown, is they weren't afraid to be heard. Right. They they wanted their tone to be very present. Yeah. You know, a lot of modern guys want to fill up this big low end and think of themselves as fieldy from corn. That's who a lot of bass players today think of themselves as and, yeah. and, and try and be a fucking fieldy. Yeah. Well, corn is the only guys who can pull that fucking off. Meshuggah, they pull that shit off. If you want to be an expressive vibrant yeah. addition to the music uh-uh. fucking crank uh, them highs up yeah get your tone pu- you can still have all the low in you want just boost <clears throat> your highs more than your lows yeah that's that's the biggest thing is just get that swing coming up for your eq curve even have a big hump and then a higher hump uh-huh. make it a weird fucking camel punch okay. through on those highs yeah and 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 you know it's it it makes it i think it's it 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 is what gets you past the wall of sound of a guitar yeah right right especially when they're overly compressed damn guitars. guitarists yeah <laughs> um, hey, well, let's... i have to pee for my dick so let's <laughs> so let's take a quick second and oh, then right i will then. be right back we're going to pause i have to run piss we are back from the piss we're back from the piss. And it's going to be a lovely rest of the show. We're happy to come back to you fully emptied bladders. That was a weird way to say that. Fully emptied? Fully <laughs> emptied bladders. Well, I didn't want to say just emptied because it just sounds so b- negative, you know? No. Our dicks are empty. <laughs> We're back from a piss. <laughs> We're going to entertain Our hearts you. are full. Our hearts are yeah. our dicks are empty. Our hearts are full. <laughs> I like that. Oh man! Hey, we're gonna give you something. This is an oldie but a goodie. We created this probably within the first fifteen episodes of the show. Okay. This is for this is for everybody. Throwback, buddy. Yo, everybody. What's up? How you doing out there? This is this is another journey through time and stuff. Yeah. We got a sick beat just to make you guys feel yeah. good about uh. yourselves. We want you guys to get hyped up. We want you guys to be like, oh, man. Finally. Maybe you're in your car. You know? Maybe you're at the gym. Maybe. Who knows? But we want you to be excited about life. Maybe you're a man. Yeah, maybe you're a woman. Maybe you're a man wanting to be a woman or a woman wanting to be a man. It doesn't matter. All that stuff. It's soul. It's, It's who. You be yourself. and You love that. And you go out into the world. And you spread your little seed. You make that seed a positive one. Yeah. You make that tree cast shadows over the haters because they don't deserve the sun. True that. Right? True that. And you just, you be that tree and you freaking soak in all those rays and you just get bigger, baby. You just get bigger. At night when I'm holding my baby close to me, I hold her tight. Real tight. Through time and stuff. Thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's our happy inspiration for people out there. Nice. Nice. That's yeah. great. That's great. That's yeah, man. <laughs> so you you're a pretty active musician nowadays. It seems like you're in a bunch of projects. Yeah. Uh you're playing with Caleb and what's the name of that? Caleb and the Monsters. Caleb and the Monsters, yeah. that's right. And you guys are a very kind of uh eclectic We are, we are uh Pr- uh, uh, boisterous yes. group. Oh, very how, but there's eight on stage. It depends. It changes all the time. I think that's mm. how many I counted when I watched you guys last time. Maybe I, a seven. In, well, let's see. It, there was drum. Uh, room, there was room on drums. Me on bass, of course. Oh, gotcha. And Tim was on guitar, and Caleb was. So that. So right there, those four. I think it was. Then there was someone on the floor with a mandolin. With, with uh, the, sitar. With, with the sitar, I mean, that's what I meant. There's someone yeah. on the floor with the sitar. And that was five. And then there's there was another person behind her. Violinist. Violinist. That was yeah. six. Six, yeah. And then seven. God, I want to I want maybe there wasn't. Maybe there was no. only six. Yeah, it was maybe six. I built it up yeah. in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Foul piece of shit. And then there was Fiddle in the back. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then there was Teddy. Was, yeah. He was way over there. He had a triangle. <laughs> it was a lot going on i'm just yeah, saying it, that's yeah, awesome it, it Hell was, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's that experience like it seems oh, hectic man. it's man it it is and it is like okay so i guess i'll kind of just go back for a second how like i even got involved in that project in the first place um because so, it was, it was it, i want to point out it yeah. was awesome to see because because i was going to bring it up but you already brought it up yeah you were playing upright bass and then you switched to yes. electric bass. Yeah, yeah. And that was awesome. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it just really depends on the songs, too, because a lot of Kayla's music is... Okay, and that's one thing I want to add. This is all Kayla's music. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And we just orchestrate it as as is. Um, so depending on the song, like, that's what will make me switch. So if it's, for example, like more of kind of like... We have this like kind of blue, not or maybe not bluegrass. Yeah, I guess blue. It's bluegrass. Bluegrass, bluegrass sure. folk. Folky, yeah, folk, yeah. There you go. Folky kind of sound. So that's when I use the upright, and sometimes, sometimes, very rarely, I'll <laughs> use the bow. Uh, it really just depends because, like, the most recent gig I did with him, it was just me on upright, just upright. I didn't play electric for that gig, and we had a celloist named Say, who I played with the first time I played with Caleb because yeah. about a year ago. Caleb posted on Facebook saying, hey, I need strings for this gig I have coming up. And I just saw it on a forum. And I just nice. was like, I don't know who this guy is, but he needs strings. So I said, fuck it. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to, you know, message Another him. one of those things you're just going out and exactly. saying yes, right? Exactly. He's saying yes rather than no. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, I say, like, yeah, I play upright bass. And he's like, cool, let's let's talk. And so we get to talking and. He's like, hey, how we come over to my place? We'll like jam. We'll kind of you know get to know each other and stuff like that. And this is like the first encounter, like I guess on the internet for musicians, I guess, because I've like encountered internet, you know, people in other aspects. But sure, but it's the first time I ever you know listed for some musician I don't know, right? You know, um, so I go to his house and it's like this really cool old, like uh, something from like the seventies. I don't know. It's old brick. It's old break. It's like uh, it was off of like northeast and like forty seventh or something like that. It was pretty close. It was like near Cesar Chavez ish, maybe not or MLK. Yeah, maybe not be too descriptive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That, uh, yeah, that valid, valid. Um, anyways, but so I go over to his place, nice place, and then I, 
you know, knock on the door. He opens the door and he's like, Hey, like you're Jared, right? I was like, yeah. So I come in and, you know, we go up to his room, kind of shows me like all the stuff. He has like all the, it was crazy, man. He had like a bass amp, he had bass, he had a keyboard, he had a guitar, he had a cello. Like this guy had just a lot of different instruments, which I thought was really interesting. Um, and then we just get to talking and he shows me some songs that he was going to do for the gig. And then, uh, the next time, so that all happened. We just hung out and watched anime. It was it was pretty fun. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I'm also yeah. That's that's a whole entire other conversation. Cool. Um, but uh, <laughs> we we can go there. Yeah, we we could we could. Uh, so yeah, so we we jammed and then just I started jamming with say the cellist that I just played with recently and Nefertiti and we became this like string kind of thing and so we played the way post. Nice. Um, I was. I love that place. I love Me too. Yeah. 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 It's Every, fun. Yeah. Yeah. We did um, our album release show there. Oh, Naked Luck nice. did. Nice. That's pretty good. That's cool. It's a cool little bar. Yeah. And so we played there. And then ever since, I've just been playing off and on here and there with Caleb. But this summer, just this past summer, I played with him a shit ton. Like I was playing at least mm. two, one or two shows a month. And even oh, yeah. I went to a festival this summer. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Out in Florence, there's this little <laughs> weekend thing, man. It was crazy because the music so the music it was like a whole like it was a whole weekend uh music the the music started at like, i want to say two thirty on saturday and didn't stop until eight thirty in the morning on sunday like every hour had a band or so all night long all night long that's and all day awesome nice. yeah it was great yeah and we and we played for it it was such a great vibe it was so much fun uh, the only non-fun thing about it was is I had a flat tire. Oh, tires. No. Yeah, car problems. Oh, Fuck. No. I actually have to, speaking about car problems, I have to change my oil probably tomorrow. Uh, but Easy. You yeah, got it. I know, I know. Yeah, it's just, right. I'd rather not have to do it, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, so I had a, so, yeah, it was a great time. You know, did the, you know, normal hippie things, you know, running around the lakes and, Dude, you dropping acid, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dropping, yeah, doing the yeah. drugs, uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. So it, yeah, and then like every other month, he just asked me. He's like, "Hey, I have the show coming up. Do you want to play on it?" And I was like, "Sure," you know. But yeah, as a recent, like, I just but that, that's got to be a pretty fun gig, though, right? Like, oh yeah, like I mean, I you know, it just the 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 come a bunch of people on stage, right. the musicianship going yeah. on. Big bandish feeling, and everyone's so nice and caring for each other in that group too. That's why yeah, oh yeah, and like we say, I we could love, tell. Yeah, mm. we say we love each other all. Like you know, not to not to like the, you know the extent of like, but as friends, no, you no, know, of course. Well, yeah. yeah, get it. Can I go on a diatribe for go four for seconds go and just it. say I think I I think it's a shame that we have to context love like yeah, that, right? Yeah, because. There is an intimacy factor to love with a significant other, right? But the if I was to be really honest with myself, the quality of my love for a human that I yeah. appreciate yeah. isn't actually different between us, a love significant other, yeah. and another human yeah. that I partake yeah. with and share with. The quality of my love for them is exactly the same. I just don't want to be intimate with them. Yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's actually right. the only distinction, and I think that's. For most people who genuinely yeah. feel love, it's love is love, man. You either love someone or you don't. And, yeah. and you know, if someone says, Oh, I kind of love that person, well, that's just you don't love that person. You either, <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't you don't give a shit about that yeah. person. Hey, you, you're <laughs> lying. You, you can't half flip on a light. Yeah, yeah. 
you know it's you either feel and and love is love like so when you say we love each other and we tell you you guys right. fucking love each other yeah. right like yeah. that's yeah. no shame yeah, in that. and, and, well, and and there's nothing to say like right. it's 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 just yeah. human connection yeah. on the right. mo- like I that's what I find with all musicians that I've ever played dude even when we were just standing here yeah in the yeah. room, we had never played music before. Yeah, we had had ten minutes of drunk conversation. Yeah, on my part, because honestly, parts of that I probably don't even remember. And then I had to walk my ass home. So it's it was just. <laughs> like, you know. I remember him telling me about yeah. it the next day. He's like, "Man, I had some, I had a good time. I got drunk. But yeah. I had fun. It's like there's a lot of good people to talk to. Yeah. It's like I think I got a podcast guest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice. yeah. but but." Once the three of us got in this room and we just jammed, yeah, and we got into this pocket of just going, yeah, I I felt an immediate like, okay, this is actually a cool connection that is rare to build in right. just first meetings, first feeling out yeah. of each other, right? And those kind of things are are something where they're, I mean, for with for lack of a better word, love involved in that in yeah. in that instance yeah. of sharing, right. Right, dude, it's yeah. for real, man. Yeah, no, I, I definitely wholeheartedly. So agree. you guys love each other, and yeah, yeah, that's good. And it's like, and you know, we just all get along, and uh, so I think it just really makes it a lot easier. And it's just, you know, it's just kind of a fun gig to do once in a while. But yeah, true. So I mean, and that's not only my like. But you have your passion project, which is yes. prog band, right? Yes, which is yes, 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 yes. And what's is, the name of that band? Uh, Malady is the name of that group. And yes. actually, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be recording for our album that will be hopefully coming out at the end of the year. I don't oh, have a date. Recording is so uh, exciting, no, man. Oh no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Where are you guys recording at? At my friend's apartment. Oh hey, rock and on! And he has he has rock all on. the set. He literally like it. It sounds great. Like cool. he has, uses Logic. Uh, he has you know. To speak guys about. who are fucking good and have it nailed in what, what are you doing for drums uh we're pro we program programming drums, drums? yeah that's we cool. yep. we, we, well because you don't have a drummer right now no no right. oh yeah that's that's a whole other thing too um right. yeah so as i was we were talking before this uh yeah it was a four piece um we gig pretty heavily for the last year um and i can honestly say it's some of the most challenging and proudest music i've played Nice. Um, Good for you. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Well, and it's and it's because it's like I make all, you know no one no one dictates anything. No one's like you. This is where you're gonna play. Everyone's like like well okay. I will say though that the guitarist, my friend Nate, is major writes majority of the riffs, but he gives me full legislation to just be like figure out a part mm-hmm. i don't care what you do as long as it sounds fucking awesome we'll mm. add it in the song you yep. do you yeah yep and that's and that that's and a beautiful thing yeah and it's great because i just do whatever i want as long as it fits within the context of the guitar and drums and then i'm fucking solid you know and mm. and we try you know in our music too like you know it's all as, right so so let me oh, let right. me, let yeah, me yeah, dig yeah. deep into your brain yes. for a second yeah yeah as a bass player, yeah. when you listen to a song for the uh, first time, right. a song you haven't heard, yeah. your first time listening to it, what is the first thing you listen to? <sighs> That's a really hard question. Uh, because I don't try to, I mean, okay. primarily the bass, yeah, I, w- I would say the bass, yes. But I do also try to focus as as heavily on the drums. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so, 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 yeah. because I'm- Rhythm, rhythm, rhythm section. Yep. All rhythm ev- section. Yeah. yeah. But, but- <laughs> 
there's not to say that there's songs that I particularly like the guitar part more or, or well, what other, uh, you know, other like instruments. Like the more, right. Yeah. But, but you have to be caught off by that. When you go, yeah. when I go into a song and even if the guitar starts a song, I'm waiting for the drums to come in. Right. I'm a drum heavy listener of yeah. music. Oh yeah. Because we're, we're a percussion instrument as much as we're a string instrument. I listen to right. a lot of the vocals. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, I can't help it. I yep. No, yep. I mean, yeah. But he's a, vo- he's a singer. Right. Yeah, like I, that's, I get drum you know, right in there. But, oh, you know. I, do, I don't blame you. Good good lyrics, good you know, melodies. He, well, good. He's, that's what he's... He, that's, yeah. he is so innate on chord building, melody lines, yeah. how things layer yeah. over each other. Yeah. And he hears all of that work and I'm hearing like the structure of the, like the, I'm, I'm looking for the scaffold. Yeah. We came up with a fucking thing the other day. We, yeah. I don't remember what we were doing, but it describes kind of our innate personalities. Yeah. He's all the heart and I'm all the science. Uh, not that, <laughs> yeah. not that there's an intermix between. Yeah, 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 there's yeah, some yeah. intermix. But, yeah. but, but, but I'm, you know, I'm I'm looking for kind of like the technical thing, and he's going. This is how everything fits together and the guts of it. And I'm like, right. but it builds this way. And he's like, yeah, but all of this lays on top of it. And yeah, and yeah, <laughs> you know. Well, it's like both both pieces are so important. To it. I mean, it's yeah. really at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's what's amazing f- f- that I I I'm sure you find with people is yeah. is you find someone who kind of fits the other half of how your brain works right. in music creation. Yes. Definitely, you know, and you think of part of thing one way, and like whether he's on the drums and I'm on the bass, or I'm on an acoustic guitar and he's on congas and singing. Right, like you know, we do a lot of acoustic jamming together yeah. and stuff, yeah, and yeah, I play yeah. guitar too. Huh. And um, again, I'm like thinking of the structure of this, and he's just like, this is where all the fucking fi- ev- yeah. all the heart in the thing right. goes. Right, you right. know, it's it's the other half of that, like the thinking brain. And so, I'm your guitar player like that. Is that what yeah. you guys are? Yeah, well, I mean, it's kind of like the, you know, the, the I guess kind of go back to the tool setup where it's like we both have our individual voices, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, we want to make the sound or the song sound amazing. Cool. Um. So, yeah. And so and then, well, when we had a drummer, it was like, so anyways, and then, you know, there's, of course, there's some songs that I've contributed majority of all the, the writing for. And then you have a, a solo front man, right? Singer? Yes. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, and- and so is are you guys all, as as much I would assume it's pretty technical proggy music. Yeah. Um uh is are you got lyric heavy as well? Oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, definitely. Uh for example, one of our songs is called Trapper Terrace and the whole meaning behind it is about a like huge spire that feces on people. You know, just like kind of dark crazy mm. shit. Beautiful. Nice. Um oh, and yeah. I <laughs> Of course, I know the songs, but I cannot think of the lyrics off the top of my head. But uh, you know, but yeah, that's that's the whole thing, and um, you know, each song like has its own thing. Sure. Um, but I tend to always just focus on like the riffs. Oh yeah. You oh, know yeah. the musicality of it, like because I know. Are, are like, you a singer? I uh, yeah. Okay. I Ooh. like I, I I'm not deaf tone. I I can sing on pitch, but it'll take me a minute. I thought you were gonna be like ah uh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> well, 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 what I'm wondering is, yeah. is do you feel because because I I'm not innately a singer I right. want to be able to sing and yeah. play and yeah. I work really hard and bless this guy's heart for oh, fucking yeah. working with me yeah. and, right. and helping me become a singer yeah but but I'm not innately a singer uh, I uh. and I was just wondering how, if you feel that way because I find it as a bass player right I, 
I started as a guitar player, but I was always a rhythm guitar player. I right. never wanted to be a solo-y shredder guy. I wanted yeah. to be fucking James Hetfield and riff. Yeah. And that turned into being a bass player. Right. But I never thought of myself as playing and singing right at the same time i like to sing when uh, i'm not when i'm like driving in a car and a song yeah. is on i sing yeah, yeah yeah of course of course you know i yeah i mean i'm definitely more like i would definitely agree i'm more uh focused on the instrumentation of music for sure um but by no means like i feel that uh okay it's not important when you play live yeah do you have a mic for you on stage with Caleb, yes, it, de- it actually depends on the you know depends on the mics, but more more often than not, I will try to have. But a mic. with a prog band, no, 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 no. You no. should, I should. Yeah, I think not. so. Yeah. Yes. Because I feel I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. I love Jay dearly. He's a great friend of mine. But I think if Do you feel like he would be thinking we were stepping on his toes. Yeah, and gotcha. I don't want to do that. But well, at the same well, time, like I definitely okay. Well, here, yeah. okay. So let me let me ask you this: in in your guys's music, yeah. Do you find do you th- can you hear parts in it where there would be a second vocalist that would be warranted to add something to oh, it? Oh, definitely. I think about it like I then then approach it that way. If okay. you if if you because he, here's the biggest thing. This is what struggled for me, and this is what he really taught me. Yeah. If you feel like you want to be do out there, and there's something in the music that's missing that your other singer can't do but you want to be able to accomplish mm. oh, yeah do mm. it yeah or at least yeah. share it or at least try share to, yeah. well share with them that you think this thing is needed you, yeah. f- you feel like that the, the, there's the, there's this extra thing that could be accomplished right. vocally yeah. put it out there you know yeah. approach it musically approach it yeah. that hey guys and this is coming from a frontman too yeah he was, he's a frontman or right. oh, yeah. i was <laughs> well, and, and here's a lot of the fun once Back you bring up <laughs> once you bring up hey what if there was this Donna thing yeah, some yeah. under you singing this thing could be or, really yeah. good yeah, yeah you know mean, like yeah. it could bring more to the music uh, you could add other a, punctuality yeah. give him more and air like, you yeah. give him a, a part better. you give him a chance to go hey okay sing it right here and do it this way yeah. like he's Let also now giving you a chance yeah. he's orchestrating you to sing under right. his singing right. if I, yeah. if I, I don't have to do that right there and that was the I hopeful thing for me he went it was up to me to sing the notes but he went hey sing this melody line here to make this harmony happen with me Right. You know, and yeah. and orchestrate those parts, but then you get to fulfill yeah. this extra thing. And the biggest part is getting a mic actually in front of your face while you're playing. Yeah, and you, it's it's hard. Yeah, it's hard oh, to play yeah. a complicated riff and sing yeah. something that is off time of your riff. But just having a mic in front of your face and playing and concentrating on having to play a riff and have your face in a mic. Yeah. Yeah. changes your attack on the bass because right. you're constantly ready to have to have a word come out of your mouth. Well, think about like Geddy Lee and Sting, for example. Fuck uh, my mean, life. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I, Doesn't make sense. Yeah. I watched, I, I, I got to see Rush on their last tour. Oh, he's live. Bitch. I know. I got to see <laughs> him. I got to see he's him on their bitch. last tour when they came through Portland. Yeah. And I watched them play and I went, I, I can never... I can't even imagine the 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 mental dexterity, yeah, to separate your mind from your mouth and your hands, yeah, at such a level where you can sing 
complicated words and yeah. rhythms oh, yeah, and, and structures. Yeah, they, they, yeah, the lyrics aren't easy. The either. lyrics aren't easy oh, to yeah. even enunciate if you were trying to karaoke it with no instruments. The lyrics yeah. are tough. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. to play his fucking bass on top of that is like, yeah. I mean, it's the fuck. I, 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 well, I, yeah, honestly, I, that's all I, I did yeah. was I just I, I an I, alien. I, I am not worthy. I am not worthy. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. watched him from the two hundred row with beers and me crying softly inside, going, yeah. "It's my hero." Yeah, you know. Now they're yeah. never playing again, um, and that sads me. Yeah, Sad. but you know, it's it, it was bound to happen. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I'll get old. Well, bless yeah. them for not being Metallica. I love Metallica to death. They're probably my favorite band of all time. Yeah. Um, but they didn't go out on top. No. Rush went, listen, we can still play our shit like we've recorded it. Yeah. Neil will not play a drum part he can't play on metro on time. Right. And so the at the point when they couldn't play like they wanted to play their songs anymore. Yep. They stopped Metallica's like, eh, okay, we can't sing as high we'll anymore. Let's tune down Drop a step and down. a half. Uh, yeah. Okay, slow it down 15 beats a minute because Lars can't keep up anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, like like you know, yeah. so Kirk can't shred as fast anymore. So let's let's just slow it down, tune it down, and uh, we'll still keep making money. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I, I'm waiting. Here's what I hope for. Yeah, I hope for the first time one of these famous fucking bands has the balls with all of their money, with all of their time, to go. We care so much about our fans that pay for our shit year after year, tour after tour, we're going to go on a free tour. Yeah. Why can't one of these motherfucking millionaire, multi-hundred millionaire bands, an Iron Maiden, a Judas Priest, Wouldn't uh, that be crazy? a Metallica, yeah. and go around and say, listen, this is on us. One, we're, we're doing a world tour on us. Come to our show. Get a free fucking t-shirt. Watch our band. You you love Metallica and they come to your city and you've never been able to afford a $130 ticket to their show and that stand in line cool. for five hours. Yeah. Guess what? You get a free fucking ticket to a show. Yeah. I don't see why. Let's be humanitarian and let's give back. Let's give free. Metallica has done a couple of them. They did a free show outside of a, a in San Francisco outside of a giant uh, uh, 49ers game or something. They just posted up outside as everybody's walking out and they played a free show for an hour. Like, yeah. they've done a couple things, but it's one-offs in this thing. Yeah. Why yeah. can't one... Fuck, Iron Maiden flies their own jet. Yeah. Why can't they all just play for free when they get there? Eat, right. Eat the fucking money. They have it. Yeah. Oh, they obviously have it. They can afford a fucking private jet. You think? Yeah. Right. No, it's a 740 fucking 7. Yeah. Oh, I've seen that bitch. Yeah. Man. Bruce it Dickinson is. flies that motherfucker himself. <laughs> yeah, he but does. could you imagine all the local musicians oh, that God. are trying to get people to get the cover charge and then all the yeah. old guys chilling in the bar just like, and this is shitty that they would. Yeah. But they will. They'd be like, Iron Maiden, they're the biggest band ever. And you want five bucks for this? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I just think. I think that it's I think that it's at a time when these guys are going out, they're at the end of their thing. If they're doing a last tour, why charge for it, man? Yeah, that would like be what is badass, what what is your final farewell yeah. free? What is it really worth? Is it worth more to you or you laying in your deathbed thinking that you fucking yeah. sold you got a, a fucking sticky seat in the floor yeah. and six hundred bucks out of a guy yeah. on your last tour, you know? Yeah. You know what was cool and uh 
that this band, not as famous as Metallica, but one of my favorite bands of all time, Fall of Troy. Oh, I love, yeah, uh, Fall of Troy's great. I mean, yeah. you, you know that their last album they came out with was totally free to download? Like, they're yeah. like, yeah, this is on us. You yeah. Know, you, that, see, that, I mean, yeah, but. Foo they Fighters did. did the same thing. Yeah. Foo Fighters gave their last album away for free. Yeah. You too. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like, <laughs> they I've, put it on the iPhone, remember? You too. You too pirated the song onto your iTunes. Oh, no. All it of a sucked. sudden, it showed up, and you just have a U2 album in yeah. your fucking. No, I know. Sucked. I know. I was so I was, pissed. Yeah, Every, everyone was so pissed. And then fucking they were pissed. like, how do you delete this? How do you, There was more streams about yeah. getting it for. Dude. How do you delete it than getting it for free? <laughs> that was crazy. When you looked at, like, uh, the fucking top, you know search menu and whatever and you took and it was like the how-to and for like weeks it was like how to get rid of youtube album from my freaking iphone oh my god it's awesome it's like yeah. the most frequently you know, but it sucks because i think you know youtube is a unique band like i, I feel In like their own yeah, way. you know i feel like the earlier stuff was uh, definitely better but i'm not even like that huge fan of youtube but oh uh, no know. i think they're so overrated it's ridiculous yeah oh i agree but like i don't know there, yeah, I could go on a fucking another yeah. diatribe of, <laughs> <laughs> of fucking bands that I can't believe are. To a place called go. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Oh. Dude, the music video? Hola! Yeah, como esta? <laughs> I fucking. Man, that was, I think, <sighs> a low point. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was so. Ha- Bono was so fucking proud of that song, too. <sighs> I, well, hey, sure. good on him for finding a niche true, of true. Uh, uncultured assholes to support <laughs> his band for 30 years. Like, yeah. good on him for finding that group of people who just, I mean. They're that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know who's, it'd be interesting to see the big YouTube fa- uh, YouTube fans. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know any. I know one. I know one. Really? I know one giant YouTube fan. Oh, really? Do I? I know him too. Well, right? you probably know him through Rusty. It's his oh. Patrick, his his fucking best friend, Patrick Parker. Remember him? Oh, gotcha. He fucking loves you two to death, dude. Really? Oh, wow. big supporter. Like, fuck uh. you. They're fucking, they're good. Like, like get it in your face. Like, yeah. YouTube's fucking good. Like, Nirvana heads are about Nirvana. Yeah. Like, you know, they just... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I'll kick your ass if you talk yeah. some shit on you too. Yeah, like fuck you. You think you too is bad? Bono's the best singer of a generation. Yeah. Oh God. The Edge can do no wrong. Yeah. He is the best single note guitar player with effects of all time. Right. Oh my God. Did you ever watch? Did you guys ever watch the movie? It might get loud. Like, yes. Oh yes. my God. Okay. Yeah. Here's okay. what I want. Okay. Uh, let me let me give you the synopsis. Oh my God. Let, okay. let, all right. Let yeah. me give you the synopsis of It Might Get Loud. Okay. You had one fundamentally legit guitar player with two guys going, "I am not worthy the whole time. Hope let me hope my riff up impresses you, Sir Jimmy Page." Right. That was <laughs> the entire thing. Now Jack White can actually play some guitar. He's not inept the same yeah. way as the Edge is not inept. Yeah. But they all rely on effects to complete the riff. Right. Jimmy Page just went, "Here's my fingers on a fretboard, watch my riffs go." And when he played what whole lot of love was that? Was that the riff he played? I, I think so. Burn, dun, 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 dun. Was that the riff oh, he played? No, it wasn't. It was. No, uh, uh, um, I know he played. I know he played uh, Cashmere. At one yeah, point. yeah. 
I think it was that. Or they, he played like, two. He played two yeah, different riffs. I think it was like Whole Lot of Love was the other one. I, I want to say it was. Yeah. But and, and when he just started playing this riff, you'd watch both of their faces go. Yeah, <laughs> and they just jaws hit the floor well, like Jimmy the fucking. Page. I mean, I mean, wouldn't you do the same thing? You watch Jimmy Page play guitar? I, yeah, I would. I've been I've been waiting my whole life to watch it happen. I still yeah. haven't had. Found, <laughs> I mean, it's I've watched every fucking live thing that I can find on YouTube about it, but yeah. I just, still never been able to watch them live yet. Yeah, hopefully one day. Yeah, they're still young. They, I mean, well, ish. Yeah, yeah, relatively. I mean, I mean, I think even well, I mean, obviously, Led's up when it's dead. Well, no, I, no, no. See, here's the here's the crazy oh, thing. Here's the yeah. crazy thing. They're not they're not dead. They did a re, they did a big reunion show in 2011, right? In Wembley, yeah, right. that was huge. Yes. and it was fucking great. And they had, um, uh, what's his name? Nuts, uh, the son of oh oh uh, um uh, uh Sean Bonham. Uh, or Jason, 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 Jason Bonham. Yeah. Bonham. They had he was playing drums. Always fantastic. J- J- Jason Bonham's a fucking stud, dude. Yeah. I, I can't believe he's not as as known as he is. Yeah. Well, or as appreciated, he's just oh, yeah. a fucking stud. Well, I mean, because it's like I think it's the whole overshadow. Like, oh, my dad was John Bonham. Too far, and, it's too much time's gone by. He's done too much solo shit that he's yeah. just. Everybody should know who Jason Bonham is if they want to know who drummers are. Yeah. Is in my oh, in yeah. my opinion. He's great. But but and then. You had, uh, in the last few years, um, Robert Plant's been doing some solo tour stuff and pulling out old songs. Uh, Uh, Jimmy Plage did that stint with the Black Crows, and then uh, he's been doing some stuff. The only one that is in limbo is John Paul Jones. Right. And he's just, the other, as far as I know. sounds like a pro fighter. John, yeah. do but but did you hear? Like, did you ever listen the stuff he did with them crooked vultures? Like with Dave, oh, John Paul Jones. Yeah. Oh, dude, them crooked John Paul Jones and them uh-huh. crooked vultures is some of the best bass playing. Just, just, yeah. just, just underlying riff bass playing of all time. Oh yeah. He just sat there in the pocket and said, "Let me just be everything that I was for Led Zeppelin." Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Uh, John oh, yeah. Paul Jones is another one of those fucking. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have any of the orchestration of Led Zeppelin without him. Yeah, he made all the chord changes happen. All well, the key he's also changes happen. Too, well, you know? yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that that. Well, that, that's that where his, his his he was a session pianist. Yeah, for a, before Led Zeppelin started, he was playing right. session stuff for piano and and yeah. bass, and then fell into Led Zeppelin and yeah, wrote all their songs. Yeah, <laughs> wait, you write all of them? Really? Well, here's what happened. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy Page would come with this fucking riff. Yeah. And say, hey, I have this riff and this riff. Let's tie them together. And John would go, okay, let me actually apply music theory to this and uh, make this song flow. Let's resolve. Let's right. do Let's do all of these do wonderful two, things yeah. that, that Led Zeppelin did in their yeah. work and just taking dissonant chords to resolve major structures and all that fun shit that they did. Yeah. That was John Paul Jones's twinkle on Jimmy Page Rawness. And John Paul, I mean, and John Bonham just fucking just yeah. clubbing yeah. his life to death uh, on those drums. Yeah. And of course, Robert Plant. Yeah, actually, it was crazy. A couple of years ago, I just remember this while I was we were talking about this, but I was at the Blues Festival and Robert Plant played. And it was so cool, man. But what, Heck you know. Yeah. It was nowhere near like you know seeing Led Zeppelin, but it was the closest thing that I've seen. Led but you Led got Led to watch Robert Plant sing live. Yeah, that's fucking. 
That's legit. Yeah, yeah that's fucking yeah. sick. I told you, I just remembered. I was like, oh shit. I, I, yeah. Okay, like, so when you're writing, I'm going to I'm oh, right, yeah, 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 switching yeah. structure. No, that's fine. Uh, Go for when, it. When you're writing music for your prog band yeah. and your bass player or your guitar player says, hey man, I got this fucking riff. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is sweet. Yeah. And I hear it. Where, where do you come from f- to, to start creating? Like, do you have. Wh- what part of you yeah. wants to start writing that riff? Um, well, I being guess, an ADD crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess we can say that. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, okay. So usually how the songwriting process goes is usually Nate will send me like a file on Guitar Pro. That's usually how we write our music. Gotcha. And it'll be like a just a rough guitar track and like a rough drums. And then I just listen to that a bunch. And then sometimes, like I, I go between like, uh, emulating the guitar, but then also like highlighting certain things. And does he chords. tell you? Does he tell you like I'm in this key, I'm doing this it's, thing, or do or do you just actually figure it out by ear? I figured out by ear. I mean, Nate, does, like it's weird. Nate knows music theory. It just he doesn't know how to play a guitar. But you know, he, gotcha. You know what I mean? So weird. Uh, yeah. No, not weird. Right. Like, actually, probably pretty normal. Mostly yeah. normal. Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it's like you know, we we both have a good ear. We were, you know, we've both been playing twelve, thirteen years. Yeah. We, we 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 know what's up. I I okay. I don't want to say we know what's up, but um, but yeah. And then sometimes I get to have a totally different part. I don't know. It's it's. I I guess I don't really think in the sense of music theory when I write for this band, even though we are like, there's the intention of we're gonna make this crazy part, or it's really about mood. It depends, gotcha. like, uh, usually depending on the song, uh, yeah, if it, and the lyrical content. That's and, definitely, yeah. So, do you wait? So, here, when do you feel a part is uh, uh, one of your bass parts is finished after the song and after the lyrics are applied on top and everything is together? Do you find I'm, it? Yeah, I do you self critique your. Yeah yourself a lot and always change your riffs never are you able to no. settle on an idea no i'm able to settle and okay. really you know once i found something that sounds well i'm not no okay well the reason <laughs> the reason why tell me all yeah. the time hey pick something yeah. <laughs> i'm Just, like that's good dude yeah, yeah. that's good you don't yeah. have to that's fucking good i know and well okay so <laughs> yeah it would so i would even play like a third yeah, I don't know, like a third below the guitar part or, you know, it, and then sometimes I, I I like to think of myself more as a, a bass player slash rhythm guitar player in the group. I agree. Um, because there's not another guitarist and Nate and I are the only people that make notes other than the lead singer. But um, yeah. so, yeah, so, but it really also had to do with a lot of the drums, of course, you know, because being a bass player. Um, so really I would try to fit parts that would not only sound good with the drums, but obviously also with the guitar. I mean, I, and I know that's an obvious thing, but it, you know, it really helped us structure our songs and yeah, we were just really just went off a of mood. Um, there's one song in particular that actually I wrote most of it. Uh, it started good. with this. Yeah. Good. Uh, good. it started with this, uh, kind of, I guess like primey slap bass part. Um, and it was in it was on my four string originally, and then I had it was tuned down to G sharp on a four string, which was um, 
terrible. Yeah, at one point <laughs> in the band, before I got the six string, I ha- was tuning my my poor jazz bass in four different tunings. Ouch. Yeah. Between songs. Yeah. So when you play live, so you'd be like, play a song. Yeah, play. I mean, yeah, that. well, when we got into more like heavier, lower gauge tunes, that gotcha. was around the time where I was like, okay, I need to, I need to get another bass. Um, and I thought about doing the five string, but then it's like, you know, a lot of my, all of my, like, a lot of my favorite bass players are six string bass players, like Thundercat, you know, John Patucci. Yeah, so, so uh, the biggest, the biggest thing yeah. I, f- I find in my reluctance to go up to a six string. Uh-huh. Is where I would use that top string. That's and, all I have. Yeah. That 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 that's the right now. That's my only difference. And I yeah. go, I go, man. I use. I don't. I mean, you know, so yeah. much of my playing is linear across the fretboard. Right. That below the twelfth frets, that top string is useless. Yeah. That note is in the fifth position. Yeah. Instead of first position on the top string. Right. You, you know, for me, that's that's how my brain works is through the top 12 frets, that yeah. top string is fucking useless. Uh-huh. I'm just going to be in a more comfortable position on the neck and isolate all those notes uh-huh. in that position. Right, right. Now you get the extended scale up above that. Right. You know, <laughs> that is nice for getting the higher notes and soloing sure. closer sure. to the 12th fret. Right. Because... For a bass player, I'm sure you're 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 comfortable with this. Yeah, you're so used to having your fingers wide apart uh-huh. and playing wide scale. Yeah, that when you play a guitar, and you're even in the fifth to seventh frets, you yeah. feel like you're ha- more than halfway up a bass neck already. Right. Yeah, but you're barely up a guitar neck. Yeah, you know. And so when yeah. I get up into the high frets, I'm so used to that big wide fret gap in yeah. my fifteenth, seventeenth. Yeah. That like that's twelfth, thirteenth, fifteenth fret. Yeah, you know, on a guitar, it's so easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny you mention that is because uh, I do have a second project as well that I play guitar in. Oh but, really? Yeah, but instead of playing bass, I play seven string guitar. Um, oh dang! It, yeah, this like what nice, kind of what kind of music? It's uh, total opposite. It's like ambient, kind of psychedelic-y, layery music. Um, as of right now, also that band's drumless, but we've been using a drum machine, which I thought has been pretty interesting and cool. And my friend who plays guitar in the group uh, has a loop pedal, so literally it will be uh, just a simple guitar part, and then he'll loop a drum beat that he created or preset, and then from there we just kind of just go whatever. Huh. I mean, we have some sort of structure to some of the songs, and we've kind of had to like rewrite a lot of the stuff because just two guitars. No, well. well at the beginning, it was that way, um, because what would happen is JP would just come over to my old. I used to before I moved to Portland. Uh, I was living out in Beaverton, uh, in this house, and anyways, but yeah, my friend, my friend JP, who plays in the group now, we just come over, jam in my room, you know, get really high, you know, the normal thing, and uh, yeah, just experiment and make really ambient, weird music, and I've always kind of wanted to do that because I feel like a lot of the music has a lot you know, that I work on is, you know, riffy based or, uh, sure. you know, song structure. So I like to just, you know, I, I, I wanted to do something a little bit different, but you know, there is structure, there is chord progressions that are made in the songs. But one thing I actually have been recently, uh, 
having trouble with, and I don't know if you guys have trouble had trouble with this as mm-hmm. playing guitar or whatever. But when I'm trying to play with JP, he usually does like full chords, and I'm trying to figure out where, you know, where I sit in the mix. Not even the mix, but just like what kind of chords I can make on top of that. Sure. Or if I should just do like maybe the seventh and the ninth, or just you know just intervals of like tiny chords rather than like full chords. So, yeah. And then we have a bass player named Ben. He's really just, cool. Yeah. Well, okay. So I guess it's all. <clears throat> In my head, if I was, if you were having him playing like full, yeah, chords, yeah, and you wanted to lay over the top somewhere right. that wasn't stepping on his yes. chord, yeah, or uh, just too much of a full chord, you know, right? And so <clears throat> triads are great, yeah, uh, especially if you do chord inverted triads, right? You know, so right. if he's in an A, just do an inverted A triad, yeah, and just sit up higher on the neck, you know, sit yeah, in that's the, true. In, just just sit up yeah. somewhere around the tenth, eleventh, twelfth fret, you um, know, in the top four strings. Right. And if and just just mock his chords. Yeah. But just arpeggiate them, you know, do something else and mm. just and just do simple, you know, especially if he's doing full chords, right. just simple three note, you know, triads arpeggiated. Sure. Sure. Strum sure. together. Yeah. You know, do double stops, do mm-hmm. you know, find all those cool little intricacies and just chord inversions. Oh and, yeah. And that's why I need to study. And it's just like I'm at the – I'm really busy. Like uh, I'm also going to finishing up my bachelor's degree right in now what? too. What are you uh, studying? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm just getting a general bachelor's degree, which is called an arts and letters degree, which you know, doesn't cool. really mean anything. But my focus is aquatics management as of right now. Uh, pretty much I want to run aquatics facility, do all that. But the original like, – Okay, wait. Okay. Wait, yeah, time I out. know this aquatics is aquatics facility. Yes. So, w- if I was to say that, I would be like an aquarium, a, a no. sea life center. No, <laughs> no, 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 like I, a, a bunch of seals. Oh, oh, pool. oh, yeah. So, nice. yeah, like aquatic supervisor. So, pretty much what my dream job would be is to manage different pools, manage the swim lesson programs, manage Okay, the wait, okay, class. okay. Yeah. That makes Sorry. so much sense because yeah, you just got cool. done giving CPR lessons. It's, it's uh, a CPR C- class, yes. So you're oh, a certified gotcha. trainer yes. for CPR, yes. for all, all uh, right. life yeah. prevention. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And so because prior to that, I, being such a music lover as I am. Uh, <clears throat> Did you what? have to save someone's life and want to know more about it? Uh, wait, wait, know more about the person's life? No, know more about having to have it to save them. Oh, well, I mean, I've had to save like five people from drowning before. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, but it was like kids that just, you know, went to the deep end or were too, I mean, it wasn't anything crazy. I never had a backboard. But, but you've literally had gotcha. to like dive in, grab the person, pull yeah. them up out. No, I mean, not not pull them up out, but I mean, usually they have to be above water and they'd be like, ah, you know. And they're oh, like, oh, oh, oh. You know. What about someone who's actually like swallowed water, not respirating? No, I, I have never. Not, no. Okay. Good, but good, I've, good I've trained numerous amounts of time, numerous amounts of years to know what to do in that situation. Of course. Right. Um, well, it's, it's actually really good that you haven't had to do that yet no like yeah. no <laughs> that, i mean that's actually a good right, thing if you were right, like yeah right. 17 fucking kids this year yeah. three of them were had, yeah. yeah right yeah. parents but, you know, were watching there, their phone yeah but there's there's pool you know there's facilities that are like that you know that parents bring their kids or you know fucking like the most some parents would just drop their kids off at the pool and just be like all right i'm gonna leave for an hour you know and just it would just God, bug yeah. the shit out of me i'm just like 
you know, okay, yeah, if they were like maybe ten plus, maybe even twelve, that's fine. They they'll have some maturity level. But when you're dropping off an eight, nine, ten year old, or even a seven year old, like when you fuck your right mind thinks it's a good idea to leave your just child. hang out at the pool. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like and, and, and it's like when I was yeah. a lifeguard, I felt like a fucking babysitter some of the time. I was like, yeah, yo, I'm supposed to guard, be guarding your life, but Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. Like, you oh, know, it really my... it really made me question parenting. And it yeah, made me no realize shit, that. That hurts my brain. And it, yeah. And it made me realize if I ever have kids, I'm going to be. Are you, are, are you yeah. the type of person that sees yourself wanting kids? I think so at some point. I just don't know when. I, I, you know, I, I've kind of been this limbo of like, ah, yeah, uh, no, like I'm, I'm kind of those people like if it happens, great. If it doesn't, then that, you know, I'm, I'm not, gotcha. it's not, I'm not, because I've talked to some people and they're like, I want kids. Like they're, they have, they know it, feel it in, feel it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But you know, you there know, my, my long time girlfriend we've talked about it. So I think, you know, at some point, but it just, you know, I'm in, I'm in that position in my life that I'm trying to get done with school. I'm trying to find a career. I want to have some money under my belt. You well, know, and I like I think right. about I think about myself. I'm at 33 right now. I'm, yeah, I'm almost 33. Yeah, and <clears throat> I suck so much at taking care of myself on every level that I should be taking care of myself on. Yeah, yeah. just not <clears throat> self neglect in any area. I can't even accomplish that on a day to day basis. Yeah. yeah, there's no way I am even any way qualitate like ready to fucking handle a kid and do all of that for them <laughs> i can't even do it for me right. and here's here's what i recognize yeah i recognize this completely if i had it i'd be able to do it for them yeah. but every single person i've talked to that lacks something in themselves they have to give yeah. more up for themselves qualitatively they lose less they get less self-care less sleep they fall apart more yeah in what they do inevitably for a few years yeah I don't want anything to do with having to lose more about taking care of myself. I already go, God, I fucking, I, some days I wake up and I struggle to wipe my own ass. I go, I go, I can't believe I suck this bad at taking paper and cleaning an orifice. I can't believe that some days it's that hard. And then to have to worry about. Sometimes I think your asshole moves. It plays, it <laughs> fucking plays tricks on you, man. He's like, woo, 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 and it just yeah, fucking yeah, jumps yeah, up. Yeah, yeah it yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. jumps up on your right cheek one day. Like, what the I fuck believe, is going on? Like the, the, <laughs> no, the, the amount, of, the amount of effort it takes to to take care of a thirty year old male is yeah. crazy. Yeah, the amount of time it takes for me to focus on. Well, me. we all have different problems too. Oh, oh yeah. that's what I'm talking like, about. Yeah. Vastly different problems. Well, especially so. if you're, you know. It's becoming far more recognized with the amount it's talked about how much of us actually suffer from anxiety or depression or or, or some sort of uh, mental ailment yeah. block, you know, yeah. and and I've realized like I'm not I'm not I never have found myself depressed. I have never like that people who have told me they are describe it. I've never experienced that anxiety to which some people go. I'm just everything is swallowing me and I'm in water that's never stopping. Like I, I don't, but I have horrible self criticization, criticization. Mm. Like I criticize myself. Yeah. I am never up to a level of someone's standards and that is crushing. And I, I'm just now realizing of like kind of where it stems from. And I can't imagine having to raise a kid mm. 
and see them feel like I did something wrong and the kind of mental toll. Like one of my bandmates tells me that I don't really like that riff. Yeah. I, my mind implodes on itself. Like, oh God, I just let everybody down. Yeah. I, you, yeah. fi- you figure it out, I'm fake. Yeah. You know, <laughs> if my kid said, Dad, your food's gross today or whatever, like, yeah, something I made. Like, like fuck you, little kid. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, sh- oh shit, I'm your father. I yeah, can't say like, that shit. <laughs> just kidding. You'd never. Say you that. know, I can't yeah, imagine. Terrible. I couldn't even imagine what my mind state would. Yeah. Be like right now. It's like, well, fuck you, little kid. Yeah, <laughs> more well, like more like that. Kid. Yeah, it's it's funny you mention that because I I do have some friends that have kids now, mm. which is just interesting. I'm still getting used to it, but um. You know, I think it's a lot of trial and error, you know, like, for example, but, you know, but let me explain, let me explain, let me explain. It's not like, like we're building a prototype snowboard. No. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of trial and error yeah. getting foot placement, balance, width yeah. of the snowboard, length, how the yeah. kid. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, it's a human. That's way And right. that, to me, I'm going trial and error with a human being. Yeah. Like, no, I mean in the in the lightest way possible. I, I sorry, I did not <laughs> No, I get I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I've talked to my friend Molly about it and she you know, I think she really enjoys being a mom. And I think maybe just sure. and 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 maybe just it takes uh got some personality, I don't know, but yeah. So I don't know, that's my two cents on Oh, you. it's a certain type of yeah. personality. There's yeah, there's, there's no question about that. Yeah. There are some people than others. That, well, there Naturally. are people that should just be a fucking mom. Yeah. Yeah. Or a dad. Yeah. Like there are I've met those people. Yeah. I know yeah. that like, they, you they shouldn't just, do anything else but just be a parent. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Raise, <laughs> Raise the next generation of intelligent offspring. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Don't fuck around raise intelligent kids like yeah. that don't, should be don't fuck around <laughs> yeah. i like how you said that i love how pointed you got yeah, right yeah. there don't fuck around right it's like don't say no stupid shit to the babies <laughs> don't talk no stupid shit to the babies <laughs> yeah. only say the smart plant the smart yeah. seeds yeah yeah with the babies with the babies <laughs> raise the good kids that's yeah. a rough one yeah hey let's listen to another song pick yeah uh, so you picked number three last time oh yeah is that what you picked three yeah i think another so. vinyl time song uh one or four uh one oh. long before we were born bands were forged Unformed vinyls outside the norm Records picked on high from our guests here tonight May their old flames reignite on time and stuff's vinyl time Oh, oh, it's vinyl time That's it. That's beautiful. So, we're going to listen to... uh, Blue Oyster Colts, Agents of Fortune. And this is the song with Don't Fear the Reaper. Don't worry, we're not going to fear the Reaper. Uh, (laughs) Not this time. We're going to listen to another song on it. And here's the fun part is none of us are very familiar with actually what this whole album sounds like. So we're going to go to a a B... Oh, Oh, be careful there. A B-side. And uh, here's the name of the songs on the B-side, gentlemen. There's sinful love, uh-huh. tattoo vampire, uh-huh. morning final, morning final, morning final, 
Tenderloin. Oh. Ooh, or yeah. Debbie or, or Debbie Denise. Ooh. I think Tenderloin. Uh, yeah. I, I as soon as I yeah. as soon as I read Tenderloin, Everyone kind of looked at each other just yeah, like yeah, yeah. like tenderloin. fucking Christ, are we doing this, yeah. man? Like are we tenderloin? Blue yeah. Oyster Colts Tenderloin? Yeah. Um, I don't know me. if I've actually ever heard this track, so this will be a first time. I think I think so. it's gonna be for all of us. It's oh gonna my be God. my first tenderloin, ladies and G's. <laughs> <laughs> uh same. Here, yes. hold on, I need to yes. do this. Ask him a question. Oh. Yeah, ask me a question. <laughs> so what is, what's your biggest struggle like on stage maybe with like a live performance? Ooh, is it maybe question. like, is it like uh, leading up to it or like do you not like a wait time between or? Ooh. I don't know. There's it... that's so many, there's going to be so many questions because I've been in so many different situations playing true, live at this true. point. Um, but I would say, I had to pick two. I'll say two. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be um, not being uh, not playing the right notes and not being intonated on the upright. Um, oh, gotcha. Yeah, and the second thing would be equipment not working. And uh-huh. I've had uh, moments before. Well, actually, <laughs> one 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 in particular moment I can think about within the last year of gigging. Uh, actually, it was a Malady show. It was actually the last one we had uh, before the whole, you know, drummer thing happened. Um, where I got really excited during the song because it was during the heavy part, and so I was just like rocking out. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, I jump, you know, just too excited. Honestly, I felt like I was pulling a flea on stage. You know, he jumps around and <laughs> shit. Hell yeah. Yes. yeah, and oh, yeah. so I do one of those. I jump up in the air and I come down, and I notice that my foot uh, landed on well landed on the floor but it was like it landed on my pedal board in a way where it took the last uh cord not, or not cord but um jack or whatever i don't know what the, yeah out of the last part of the signals going into my amp oh, gotcha. and so i'm looking around and i'm like oh my god my bass is not working like we're in the middle of a song like can't just you know stop the whole thing and just you know what i mean so i'm like trying to fix the problem as fast as possible i'm like fucking with my volume knobs and i just like looking around looking around looking around and i finally look down at my pedal board and see that the things just popped out a little just bit. popped out a little bit and i'm like god damn it so i come down and i just come down right on the downbeat and it's like it never happened and it was crazy nice. because i asked people i was like did you guys hear me did not hear me in that one part of the song. They're like, "What are you talking about, man?" <laughs> right. So, like, so, so, yeah. you, so when you're on stage, you're more worried about either your, you're more worried about the equipment. I'm worried. I'm worried about the equipment or just well, and of course, like anyway, playing the wrong notes. You know, uh, you know, yeah, sure. where 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 the sour notes come out and you're like ooh, but you know, I love how Victor Wooten puts it, where you're never too far from a right note. So you play a sour note like on a chord progression or something like that, you can just like shift it up a fret or two and then be fine. Or you could play it so much so that audibly it will sound good after a while. Isn't that crazy to think about? Yeah, God, you in know? a way. That you can play a bad note so long it sounds good in the song? Yeah. 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 Just fucking yeah. write it. I've written parts like that with <laughs> really? a bad note. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. 100% confidently. Yeah. Just like, yeah, <laughs> all fucking day. Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, now it sounds good, right? Right. Um, resolve. Right. Resolve. <laughs> I know. Yeah, but so th- I would say those those are the worst fears. Um, gotcha. 
or just I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just like technical technical problems. So do you ever so. worry about your knowledge about about your uh, ability? Oh, like, definitely. I, like, oh, definitely. Okay. Oh, yeah. Especially when I'm playing Mally's music. The, that, that, that's some of like the most comp. Like I said, that, that's some of the most complex music I've ever written. Mm-hmm. And glory, you know, Lord of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, whatever you want to believe in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> God no. Um, <laughs> I just hope that I'm playing the right parts at the right time, and I'm just want to make sure I'm locking in with the drums and the guitar at, you know, gotcha. at the end of the day. Uh, so yeah, but you know, for the most part, I think it goes. So okay, let me yeah. ask you this then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have the ability to compliment yourself for doing it good? Oh yeah, definitely. When oh, I when I when good. I when I when I when I get in the pocket and it sounds great, you feel it. You can oh, you can yeah. go. Okay, yeah. I I succeeded. I'm here. Yeah. I complimented my yes. Yes. I am jealous of you, my friend. <laughs> really? I judge every, it takes till after I'm done and other people to tell me after the set is over that I did right. good. During a set, nothing about that set going on is telling me I'm doing good at that time really? until it's over. If I yeah. feel it, if I if I if we're locked in there yeah. and I look around and anybody I make contact with anybody, I'm just like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's get it. Yeah. I'm like yeah. here we are. Yeah. No, yeah. It, when it's good, it's good. When it's you when know. it's bad, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. When it's not, I'm critical as shit. I'm oh, just yeah. Like, and everything yeah. about it. And, like, yeah. there's nothing I can do to, like, change how, like, my hi-hat might just, like, sound. I'm playing yeah. it perfect. But yeah. But the actual sound of what it sounds like. Yeah. The stupid shit's out of my control sometimes. Yeah. Or just oh, how... Yeah. You know, but or just how the change. room sounds rather than just like, oh man, I wish this ceiling was a little lower. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's just reconstruct this. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, so, yeah. I get it though. A lot but, of yeah. To about. But sometimes it's been like people come up to me like, wow, you did a really good job. And I was like, wow, I fucking sucked. You know, like I've had those Dude. nights. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do? Oh, well, here, I'm going to ask that question after we listen to this. Okay. Song. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, me. Blue right. Oyster Colt, this is fucking tenderloin, gentlemen. I hope I got a good drop at the beginning of this fucking tenderloin. Yeah. <laughs> tenderloin. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, it's a train. It's obviously a train. The bass and perfectly in the mix. What did I tell you? Early music. This was the quality. Yeah. Bass was there. Yeah. Let's watch it fall apart. That's a good bass. There's all the sprinkles. This guy. This <laughs> All night. Oh yeah, this is a song about sex, baby. You raise your eyes, say that's just like life. There's never quite enough. There's never quite enough. Nighttime flowers, evening roses. Bless this garden that never closes. 
Whoa. Did you hear that? Oh, shit. I didn't Did you hear that? No, I wasn't. Uh, evening, night, evening roses, bless this garden that never closes. Oh. Wavy This is like a weird flange. Is that a guitar? Or a gu- it's like a pitch bender on a piano. Such a weird mix. Yeah. Everybody walk. We're, yeah. Strut, strut your shit. Unless you're driving. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> Strut around. That was some good shit. Yeah, but <laughs> what a I, great song though. It kind of yeah. was actually a pretty cool song. Yeah, right. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and all he was talking about was pussy the whole time. <laughs> I know, right? He's like, <laughs> get into my car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's just really creepy. The well, here's the other thing <laughs> that was weird. It was creepy. like, <laughs> I'll take I got you the to vibe. A, it was like a younger girl. I'll take and you he was to like a, an oh, older guy in oh, a way. Oh, oh. Ooh. He, I, so, yeah, I so one of the, the one of the word plays that I thought was I'll take you to a blue blue room. Yeah, and it was like blue is sad. Oh, you know, so yeah. I'm gonna take you to a sad sad room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like creepy. I don't know. It just yeah. didn't seem right. Tenderloin. Well, if you look at that guy, he's the one saying, I'll take you to a blue, blue room. Yeah. Right. He's yeah. like, I'm a magician. I'll take yeah. your underwear off without yeah. you knowing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I You're mean? You're now carrying my child. Yeah, yeah right. I pregnated like, you. Oh, that's <laughs> Without you knowing. That's fucking awesome. Virgin Mary style. Okay. Um, I'm going to. It's we're gonna break time one more time. I have uh, to pee one more time. Oh. The vodka that I've been drinking is literally making my uh, bladders go like a formula. Yes, one it's car. clear, yeah. so it doesn't need to be processed. That's, so it yeah. just squirts but right out working. the other end. It's working fantastically. Um, so <laughs> we will be right back. 
Yeah. Instead of playing congas. Yeah. And then it turned into a full-blown drum kit. Well, shit. Well, shit. Well, shit. All right. Well, once we've evacuated our bladders again. No, no, you're fine. I I wanted to go right back in and catch real conversation. That was the funny thing is, is once... It's not very often that people just sit around and stare at each other and talk for hours on end. Right. Not anymore. And yeah. They're on their phones. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. And when it happens, time goes by quick. You, you'll sit there at home watching a TV show. Not much is being said between a group of people. Your yeah. phones are out. Yeah. yeah. And two hours goes by for, it takes forever to go by. Right. right. We've been sitting here for two hours on camera, yeah. on mic. Not right. not even all the jamming and everything else. Yeah, 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 We've already spent just two hours just talking, and it feels like wow. 40 minutes. Yeah. Holy shit, that's crazy. Yeah. Mm. Yep. It's awesome. Okay. Uh, ice cream <laughs> cones or snow cones? Ice cream cones. Nice. Yeah. Favorite flavor of ice cream? Mudslide. Mudslide. Yeah. All right. Chocolate guy. Oh, definitely. Blue or red? Red? <laughs> I love the, co- the question. The question, right? I, I don't know because uh, yeah, I don't know. It's real. Think, think like original Halo, blue team, red team. Uh, you know what I, I'm talking I, yep, about? Blue I or red? Oh yeah. Oh, fuck. I don't know. I played. Some, I'm gonna stick with red. I'm gonna stick red. With red. Yeah, yeah, red team. I'm yeah. a red team all the way. Yeah. Uh, TVs, TV or book? Can I just say both? Because yeah. I don't know, it depends. Yeah. It depends on like the the year. I don't know. I mean, if if you asked me this when I was twelve, I would definitely would have said TV. But re- in recent years, I've been trying to rebore. Um, gotcha. So, absolutely both. Okay, a little more uh, extreme. <coughs> uh, what do you think most people think about you that is absolutely not true? Ooh. Like that, I personally think that people think about me, or just like generally. Yeah. yeah. What, I, what do you think people think about you that is not true? Fuck, I don't even. That's a. That's a hard, complex question you're asking. I know. There. Uh, oh man. You can say pass. You don't have to answer. You yeah. Have, if I, you don't I, have one. I don't. I die. I die. Okay. No. All right. Uh, do you have any weird memories that you're that you are not sure if they're real or not? God, we get really weird answers yeah. for, this, for this question. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah. Do you have anything from your past that you remember, but yeah. you're not sure if it was real or not? Anything <sighs> weird? There's probably been one of them in time when I saw something and sure. and uh, thought it was real. I, I guess, I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, what was it? Oh man! What happened? Or or could I maybe could I talk about a dream that I felt was real enough? With that, with that, I guess with that, would answer the question or no? Well, there's because I would, kinda, I guess I wouldn't. It, be it would, it happen. would. I guess, I guess the only distinction I would make would be one is perceived a dream, the other yeah. one you're like, holy shit, was this real? Did right. I actually experience this, or is it not? I just there's got to be a time, and just I'm, I'm just trying. Well, to what's check. your dream? What's my dream? Oh man. Uh, well, there's been times, I guess, like just the feeling of like being in a city or some place and feeling like it was, you know, it was real. And then waking up realizing like, holy shit, I thought that was real, but it really wasn't. Um, I guess the, the closest thing I can think of to experiencing something in life that 
I thought was real but wasn't were definitely the times I've been on shrooms. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, actually, recently, in the last couple months uh, that I did shrooms with some friends, uh, I was walking in the forest with my friend Cameron because beautiful because <laughs> my other friend Matt was like, guys, I need time by myself. I can't I can't handle the world. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, I'm gonna walk this way. Yeah, yeah. I won't yeah. go too far. And shroom time is on. Yeah. And... Oh yeah. Yeah. And so we're walking through the forest, and I remember looking at the ground, and I saw these. I swear to God, I thought this was real. I saw seeds come out of the ground, like sprouts come out of the ground, nice. recede. And then become plate tectonics. And I was like, and it happened within a matter of seconds. I was like, I look at Cam- my friend Cameron. I was like, dude, did you see that shit? <laughs> He's just like, no. Uh, and I thought, honest to God, I thought that. Really I love happened. shrooms. Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. Whoa. Shrooms, LSD, all of it. It's fucking fun. Yeah. I haven't tried LSD yet. So, so here's, here's something crazy. Yeah. That, that this is one time that I'm still <laughs> not sure if this was real or not. Yeah. yeah. We all kind of saw it, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we, again, uh, like you went to a big, long, we, we went right. to this thing called Forest Fair, and it was in the middle of the forest, uh-huh. in the middle of Alaska, well, in the middle of our area of Alaska, Yeah. and uh, me, Jason, and another buddy all were up there, and we're like, okay, we're going to this fucking thing. We're going to be listening to music all day. We're going to be drinking. We need to find some psychedelics. We need to try to yeah. find mushrooms. That's, what, that, we that's what we were doing. Is, so yeah. we were going asking everybody for shrooms. No, And it was the shrooms. place to get them, too. It, oh, wasn't, it, it was, wasn't like we were going up to little kids or no, something. No, no. This, yeah. this was like Everyone hippie central forest oh, yeah. fair. We knew people were on shit. We could tell. And so we're looking, looking, looking. And finally, we find someone's like, we know someone with LSD. Like, drops. Yeah. And so, okay, well, that's what we got to get. Yeah. And so we went over there, got them from him, and, yeah. he, and we each paid, you know, 10 bucks a drop or something like that. And he put them in our eye, right? No, no. He put them on our hands and we oh. licked them. Oh, yeah. Okay. He put them on our thumbs, drop, and then we just licked them off our hands. And so we're walking around, like, licking our hands, and we're like, fuck, none of us are feeling anything. And <laughs> yeah. so we're like, we got to go back. And so we're like, yeah, we, one went, more. we went back and we're like, hey, man, we've been walking around for like an hour. And he goes, it's you guys aren't feeling anything because it should be kicked in by now. And he go, and we're like, we don't feel anything. Nah. And he goes, we don't. So gets us, get him again. He put it in his eye. Oh. We, we watched him put it. We in watched his him own drop eye. him oh, oh in, his, in his own eye. Yes, yes yeah. you're right. The oh second God. time that's we went, what we tripped back. me out. Yes. Okay, <laughs> we didn't do that shit. Yeah. He fucking did that. You're shit. right. You're right. The guy, so the guy that gave you the ass in the first <laughs> yeah, drop. Yeah, well, he put the, it in the, his when own we eye. went back. He dropped yeah. it in his own eye. You're you're so right. <laughs> yeah, um, tripped me out. And then we took that, and then it's on. Yeah, like 15 minutes after the second one, we just were like. It's on. And so we're walking around this forest fair. The three of us are just like having the greatest fucking time. And just everything's cruising. We we leave the fair when it's closing. We have to leave. Two and and a half hour drive home. Oh, no. Through the mountains. (laughs) And so here's what happens we walk up to the car. Fairly sober ish. Well, we were on acid, but we weren't (laughs) drunk. (laughs) Right. Right. And so we walk up to the car. Well, we were when we walked up to the car the first time. And we're like, okay, we got to drive. Well, my buddy had two different keys. One was like the valet key and one was the actual key. The valet key. I almost forgot about this. Yeah. The valet key wouldn't start the car, but it would unlock all the doors. Yeah. And because it was chipped. And so we get in the car to try and start this car. And I'm, I'm in there. I'm like, it won't start, guys. 
this car won't fucking start. My buddy, <laughs> I have his keys and it's his car. Like, oh god! And so like we're worried, so we're like we push it down the hill to maybe get it on flat ground because we think the gas is low, so maybe it's not picking up gas. And like we're freaking out and doing all this stuff. And then I'm like, God, it just won't work. Look, I'm putting the key. And he goes, Are you using the right key? And I was like. The right, right key. key. <laughs> and then all of us are like, right key, what? <laughs> and so then, right then I yeah. put the right key in, boom, fires right up. Yeah. No problem. And, and then we're, we're like, look at each other. And then we're, oh, so then we're like, okay, let's walk down. We had to walk into the town to do something. Use the bathroom. Didn't someone have to shit? Elias had Something. to shit. <laughs> Somebody had to shit. So, so we walked into like the, the square of this little yeah. tiny town. Yeah. Next, yeah. And somebody I knew from way back in the day pulls up in an rv and i knew him from way back and he invites us into his rv to smoke weed with him and we're all high and elias is sitting there and me and jason are like trying to conversate with this old friend we leave there jason climbs up on top of this big ass rock in the middle of the town and like we're just like frying balls and high now and like walking around this little town someone has to well i think pretty sure elias had to shit like the whole time (laughs) and finally we start driving home okay we get in the car we gotta head home yeah i was the most sober of of all of us we're like well you're the biggest so chances are you like processed it better. <laughs> like you're the most sober, probably. I, I yeah. drive us. I drive us back home, and we're driving along. We're in Alaska. We're on this fucking free. We're we're on this. Well, it's a four lane road, two lanes yeah. both ways. Sometimes it's one lane both ways. You yeah. know, splitting back and forth in the middle of the mountains in a mountain range. Like just driving back home, and all of a sudden, you or Elias like. Dude, I'm telling you, this is the most beautiful drive in the world. The mountains are just screaming up on both sides. And when you're on LSD, I I was driving and just like (laughs) looking at the mountains and they're like purple and green and like bouncing at me. And I'm just like taking it slow, making sure mustard and mayonnaise like that is drilled in my head. But I'm just like caught by all this stuff that's happening like nature. And all of a sudden, Jason goes, bear. Yeah, they hit there as a bear. And slam on the, and this bear. Big ass brown bear just, just runs right fucking in front huge. of our fucking car, dude. Just barreling across the fucking road, oh right in front of our car, and we're and like it's across, and all of a sudden we're going again, and everybody was like, "Did, did, did we just did happen? we just see that? Did we did we all just yeah. see a bear? Uh, did one person see a bear? We all saw thought, a different bear. Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> We're like that bear was fucking huge. No, it wasn't that big. Oh, like, that no. bear was tiny as shit. Was that even a bear, man? <laughs> None of us. Yeah. So we were, and then we spent the the next two hours of the drive home wondering if we Can't all saw, we saw a bear. bear. Can we, did we really just almost hit a bear? Like, yeah. Could you imagine if we would have hit a bear on LSD? Uh, <laughs> we would have. Yeah, oh, it, it so that was the one for me. That's like. I am so suspect of the events of that because here's what I know: <laughs> we were two and a half hours away from our home. Yeah, we took acid. We smoked weed with some weirdo in a f- RV, <laughs> and then we had to drive two and a half hours back home. And at some point in that, all of us experienced the fact we almost hit a bear. <laughs> <laughs> like, like what the 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 actual cr- events. We hit a bear some one time or like almost sometime that day. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. That's that's the one for me. Okay, another one. Uh hmm. Would you rather have a Okay, this is great. 
Would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? And when you say dog with a cat personality, like I'm saying, in what, what way? I'm saying it is a dog, like one yeah. of my dogs. Yeah, 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 but they act like a cat, like purring. And like purring. I'm saying, not giving a fuck about you. Really, only wanting you to give phone. They like they're not coming up wanting to play fetch. They don't do that. They want to prowl out at night. Like everything that a cat does, that is bitchy and not like not yeah. act but well, then or you could have a cat that would like like is a fucking dog happy to see you sits shakes plays fetch happy like yeah everything about a dog in a cat body i mean i guess definitely i would probably say a cat within a dog because like the I, I have a cat like right now well, it's not even my cat it's like my girlfriend's cat his name's Stalin. He's a really sweet cat. And all he wants is just, he comes up to you and like leans against you and he meows. And but does he also sit there and l- lay on the floor and roll around just out of your reach and you know he wants oh, to be yeah. pet? But yeah, see, dogs don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> dogs don't just sit right bit, yeah. out of your reach and tempt you and show you that they want to be pet and roll around. Uh, and then when you reach for them, they I go away. Tundra kind of does. <laughs> Tundra's kind of a cat. Yeah. No, not really, but. I guess so, yeah. But I don't know. When but. you call their name, they look up at you and like turn their head to this. Cats don't do that oh, shit. Yeah, cats yeah. don't really come to their name. Some, no, some do. Yeah. Some do. Well, but, but they don't give a shit. As they much. don't give a shit about their name. They, the, the 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 whole treat, shake, every learned experience, like telling them when to go outside and pee, taking yeah, them on right. walks. All of the fucking mannerisms of a dog is yeah. so counteractive cats, to a cat. Yeah, cats are. Uh, yeah, cats, free thinkers. Here's what here's here's yeah. what here's what cats are. Cats are completely autonomous. They recognize they're autonomous, but they also recognize they need you for survival. Right. Dogs just want to be your friend. Dogs don't give a shit about their autonomy. They don't give a shit about anything else. They want to be your friend and make you happy and just be happy. Mm. Man's best friend. Yep, uh, yeah. but cats are like, I'm fine on my own. I'm gonna go eat some birds. I'm gonna I'm kill some shit. Woman. <laughs> but, but at the end of the day, you feed me and you clean my shit out of a box, and I know that you do that. <laughs> That's a cat. Yeah. For me, I would much rather have a little cat that was a dog yeah. inside. Yeah. Fetch, they could run, climb and do play. Shit. They could do all of the cat body things. But when I go, when I walk in, it's sitting there at the door. Oh. But it'd be meowing at me instead of barking at me. Because yeah. every time, every day I get home and Brutus, the big dog, he sits there at the door and right when I walk in the door <laughs> and just, like, and just yeah. walks around and, and just making all these growling noises. And every day, every day I get yeah. home, it's the same thing. He is just excited. I get home and he's growling. Yeah. Yeah. Cats will not do that shit. Yeah. But I wish a, I wish I could have a, a cat that was limber, do all the jumpy fun stuff. But cared, cared. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Another one. Would you rather be able to run at a hundred miles an hour without getting exhausted? Do you just uh, have free ability? When you want to get out, you just hundred miles an hour, or be able to fly, but only at ten miles an hour. That's also a good question. Fuck. Um. Because you have. 100 mile an hour yeah. speed Wait, and inevitably so, all the time right so there's no and also like you won't 
experience any pain with 100 miles. No, right? you just fucking can fuck the flash it. Yeah. Or you can fly, but you can never go faster than 10 miles an hour. I think, yeah, I think I have to go 100. Yeah. Right. So many people pick flying. Right. They're like, yeah. but I can be in the air. I can fly. I'm like, yeah, but you're going at a moderate jogging pace. Yeah. Like, it's going to take. If you take... can make your feet go 100 miles an hour, you can make one of those little flappy wing planes to propel yeah. yourself into. Yeah. You know. No. You, I mean, make, I, well, no, I don't probably see why. Not, I'm just yeah. saying the ability to be able to run at 100 miles an hour would be awesome. Yeah. And it's just sprint speed. Like, you're just boom. Yeah. You know, you're fucking. You want to see me run that mountain? You want to see you do it? Yeah, yeah. I know. Right, right. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. I but know all about it. flying, everybody wants to be able to fly. Just take off and just yeah. soar, yeah. right? But but when you do it, you're like, and then you're watching like bicyclists pass you by and like. Birds you are know. just kicking your ass because birds can fly at like uh, 40 miles Some old, Some, some, <laughs> some like old guy, maybe, maybe he's a paraplegic oh or something and he's an electric <laughs> scooter cart with groceries in the front and he's just speeding along past you and you're yeah. like, but I can fly, but he's like, but I can drive. And he's just <laughs> yeah. on a sidewalk just kicking your ass right. as you're flying. Like none of that sound, but you get to fly. Yeah, I guess, but it's, you know. I don't know. I, I guess flying would be cool, but at the same time, running, it's like, yeah. getting there it'd be fast. good for dates. You'd be like, "Yo, baby, I take you uh, along on a let's really fly. Let's go slow yeah. and just have a nice <laughs> little flight." That's true. That but true. okay, it's here's here's <laughs> okay. But it's hey, let me though. take you on a hundred mile an hour run real fast. This is literally what you're proposing right there. Would you yeah, rather? Yeah, but if you trip, would dude, you you're ra- gonna kill her. Would you? <laughs> you gonna kill yourself, possibly. Would you, you rather sure sit? Are would tied. you rather sit on the Ferris wheel? Yeah. Or go on the whippy round. I mean, it's okay. yeah, I guess I'm that's sure. that's the whole thing. Would you rather just? I think we should ask the lady. Ferris wheel. <laughs> or the I know I know my lady's answer. Whippy round every time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the, the whippy round it is. Yeah. Okay, uh, would you rather have no? Okay, here's a here's a here's a deep question. I oh, just read oh. it; it's in my list. Okay, and I'm randomly picking. Uh, would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or your funeral? Definitely <laughs> that, funeral. <that's> deep. <laughs> because the wedding. I mean, the wedding's like. Be fun, celebratory, and you're there. Yeah, True. right. Yeah, I don't give a shit. And I mean, yeah, if people show up for a funeral, great. But how am I gonna know who's even gonna be there? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'm be dead. Dead. I don't yeah. give a shit. That yeah, yeah. is my point. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad your brain works like mine. I'm yeah. <laughs> dead. I don't care. Okay. Uh, would you rather eat shit that tasted like <laughs> chocolate oh. or eat chocolate that tasted like shit? Shit that it tastes like chocolate. Like it would, you'd walk out on my front lawn and yeah. see a piece of my dog shit on the ground because it's there, yeah. and pick it up. No, and it's, you have to put that in your mouth. But it's yeah. chocolate. But it tastes like no, it's shit. But it, it tastes. Like oh, it just tastes like chocolate. It is actually shit. You are eating I've shit. Oh. Eating chocolate. But oh. that it is like not. Shit. No, you are yeah. eating literal shit. That. But it only tastes like chocolate. Or you're eating literal chocolate. It is every ingredient is the same as chocolate, but it tastes Coco. like shit. Cool, cool. Yeah. Which would yeah. you rather do? 
Well, I mean, I really love dark chocolate. So I guess. Yeah, so it would be 100% pure dark chocolate that tastes like my dog's ass. Dark shit. <laughs> but <chocolate>. everything <laughs> else about it is the same. It's just yeah. taste. Or literal dog shit, but it tastes exactly like chocolate. You get no shit taste. You get no shit smell. Man. I would... uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a hard decision right there. Man. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Which would you rather I... eat? I almost want to say the shit that tastes like chocolate is because at least it tastes good. Yeah. You know, whereas the chocolate tastes like shit, you know? Yeah. Like, but it's not right. shit. Yeah. The other I one you're saying you eat, were eating shit. I'm would, pretty sure I've had chocolate that tasted like shit before. I would <laughs> have to eat the chocolate and gut down the nasty taste versus yeah. knowing that I'm eating shit no matter Despite how good it tastes. I, yeah. It's still cause, shit. Because that would ruin chocolate for me. You know what I mean? If yeah. I ate shit and then it tastes like chocolate, then I, anytime I ate normal chocolate, I'd just be like, I remember eating, I, sh- I ate shit. <laughs> you know? And then I just feel like I, I ate, guess. and then I'd just remember. Yeah, but, you know, I say, fuck it. YOLO. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> YOLO. Yeah. I, All right. Yeah. Would you rather have, okay, would you rather have a sumo wrestler on top of you, oh, no. or you have to lay on top of a sumo wrestler. I mean, definitely me lay on top of a sumo wrestler because I don't know. Jesus Christ, that's a lot of weight to be put on me. You right. know. Oh yeah. I would definitely lay on a sumo wrestler. Okay. Also, they probably, <laughs> also, they'd probably it, be soft too. It'd be really funny if we took all the quotes because everybody says that they'd lay on a sumo wrestler. Yeah. It'd be really funny. <laughs> lay on a sumo wrestler. If we lay just, on a sumo if we just compiled everybody's <laughs> like, because you just said with all the confidence in the world, it's like I definitely lay on a sumo wrestler. <laughs> like, <laughs> wouldn't that be great? Now imagine having to walk up to a four hundred pound sumo wrestler laying. On Can the I lay on you? Like no, this, <laughs> and you just have to like climb on top. Hey, just, like, yo, it's half the fun. Lay, lay, right. lay, yeah. find yourself like. <laughs> Nussle Dude. up, push a boob aside, <laughs> and just like find their comfy spot. Again, I think it would be like the comfiest person to lay on. You know <laughs> that reminds mean? me of a Yo Mama joke. Uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, say Yo it. Mama's so fat. <laughs> say it. It's like when your dad uh, climbed on top of her, he had to roll off her twice or something like that, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I, the, my favorite. Yo mama joke that I remember from when I was a kid because I just loved these yo mama oh, jokes. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, yo mama's so fat it takes two trains and a bus to get to her good side. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. That's good shit. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I would say that when I was a kid, most kids wouldn't even get it. They'd be like, huh? Hey. Two trains and a what? Yeah. Right. Like yeah, she's fat. It's like, are we <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> would you rather have a foot no- a foot long nose or a foot long tongue? Foot long tongue. Yeah, that'd be a crazy amount of tongue work I could do with that. Right. Oh yeah. Nose just be getting in the way. Just be annoying. Sure. Yeah. Tongue would too, or a nose would too. Yeah, and you can't, I couldn't even look. I mean, if I look down, I have a fucking scrape it on the guy. Would you there. rather always get a hard on? Like, <laughs> always have a hard oh, on? God. Or never be able to oh, get one? Oh, I mean, I, I would have to suffer. Yeah. I mean, there's no, I, I could not, I could not, I cannot live with having limp dick. That would, that would suck. For, yeah. 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 So you'd Forever. Because y- I all, yeah. We have the tuck method. And we just stand it up, belt loop, right? Yeah. There, right? Yeah. We 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 can actually sur- surpass. I spent most of my middle school years not letting know people I had a boner <laughs> in high school or in middle school because oh you know, yeah, you just tuck that shit. Oh yeah, I mean that's 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 knowledge is power. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. And uh Yeah. Let me see. Any other ones? Uh okay. Ooh. Yeah, I want to know this one. All right. What's your most pleasant experience of eating food for a first time? Like where I was or like No, what, what is the most pleasurable experience? Of your first time eating Taste. a food, I'm saying like your first time eating a hamburger, your first time yeah, biting into yeah, sushi. The yeah, first, like, yeah, I, yeah. What's your uh, most pleasurable experience God. eating food for a first time? Because okay, so I have to go back for a second because I was a picky kid about oh. eating. Yeah. So, but now I pretty much eat anything that you put in front of me. But um, if I had to remember, like the oh man, this is God. These are good questions. Cause I, you know, you can I I can go at so many different angles with this. Um, Please, we like it from all angles. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um. Oh God, what was the first thing? Uh, well, I have to really think about this for a second. Because <laughs> I've yeah, had a lot. Yeah. Well, here, hand, as you're thinking of it, hand me that vinyl. Okay. I'll I'll load it up. Uh-huh. And then you'll tell me your most pleasurable experience of oh. eating a song for a fir- or eating a food for a first time. Yeah. Uh, what song? So I have two votes. Okay. I would either say "Oil and Water." Okay. Or "Dig." I gotta go with Anna Molly. I Ooh, love, I love that song. I also I learned I knew how to play it for a minute, and it was a really fun song to play. So. What do you think? Dude, I'm down with Animalies. That's cool. That, yep, that's yeah. a good song. We've played it yet. So. Yeah. Have you guys played this record on the show? We've we've picked tracks a, a track or two off of it. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, I know we played Light Grenades, and we might have played Earth to Bella. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Part one uh-huh. is good. Yeah. Earth to Bella Part Two is alright. God, if but you like if, if you guys ever got Make Yourself, I would be like, you have to listen to the whole. Like I <laughs> like, there's not one bad song Definitely. on that. Yeah, it's definitely my favorite. You know, sure. I went through a, I went I went through a phase where I listened to that that album every time I came home on the Max from Orchestra. I don't know what mm-hmm. I, what it was, but and my friend Eric told me about it. He was like, "Yeah, you gotta listen to you know Make Yourself by Incubus," because I knew a little about about Incubus, but not enough to really mm-hmm. know who they were. And then I just like listened to that album constantly for a whole month. Oh yeah, Dude, it was it's crazy. good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, right, right. Favorite uh, experience oh, God, eating a food, go. sir. Fuck, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> uh, okay. It, it doesn't even have to be the best, just a, a, okay. like a yeah. great first time okay. eating something. Okay, I have one. I have one immediately, actually. Uh, there's this place really close to my parents' house in Hillsborough, or Hillsborough, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, called Hawaiian Kine. If you guys haven't tried it, if you're ever on that side of town, it's fantastic. It's in the Food Mart area. A food of uh, Fred Meyer's off a of TV highway. If you're familiar cool. With it, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, it's something about it because I like, get the same thing every time. It's this it's order called the Uncle Biggie and it has, t- oh God, I'm going to get hungry just even thinking about it. Uh, <laughs> Fucking delicious. Yeah. Orange chicken, teriyaki, and like two scoops of rice and a scoop of macaroni. Oof. That yeah. sounds great. Wow. Yeah. And when I had that for the first time, I it was or- or- orgasmic. Like, yeah, that was it was fantastic. Like, and I've had other, you know, I've had other had, I've had many, but like, ah, just yeah, the sweetness and like, and anytime I come back to Hill, I go back to Hill to visit my parents or whatever, and my and that's not in town. I eight times out of ten always go to that place. <laughs> that's where you're headed. Yeah. Oh, I'm that's yeah. If I'm going to my parents' house, I'm heading to Hawaiian kind. 
Nice. Hell yeah. That's awesome. I'm trying to find... Okay, so I had one of these experiences recently. Yeah. And it was the it was when I sublimely knew that I had eaten the best mac and cheese that I'd ever had in my life, period. Oh, there that. was never a... There is no... And it's a place called MF Tasty Food Truck. I've it, heard about that, actually. They're on MLK. Uh-huh. And it is... Maybe on Vancouver, something like that, right over here in just North Portland. Yeah. And they, he, it's one guy, he owns a truck, he does all the cooking, and he makes this fucking mac and cheese. Yeah. That, I, <laughs> oh man, the deep breath. I lost all of my shit. Yeah. When I ate it, I put it in my <laughs> mouth, and it was it was initially supposed to be shared by me and my lovely girlfriend. Yeah. And as soon as it went in my mouth, I looked at her and said, "You only get one bite. <laughs> you get to taste this one time. I'm eating the rest of this fucking yeah food. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's it, great. <laughs> I I recommend anybody in the Portland area who thinks that they may have had good mac and cheese, but recognizes that okay, disclaimer." You won't want any other. Yeah. And there's nowhere now that See, I that, wanna have. Yeah. There's nothing left for me <clears throat> other than this place for, which is fine for me, because really just cheese and noodles isn't that psychologically appetizing to me. Yeah. yeah. But the fucking Oh. Yeah. I have to go there. <laughs> yeah, I have to yeah. go there. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna listen to Anom Anomaly Anomaly, yeah. however you wanna pronounce it. It, uh, I love the play on words there. Yeah. Um, I love Incubus. Incubus is great. And then the record player. Pick some background noise. Oh, yeah. It's a radio frequency from somewhere. Yeah. That's what it is, is picking up a radio station. It's not our TV. It's not something like that we've, we've established. It's a radio station from somewhere. Weird. But Incubus will suffice. It will take over. I'm driving drum part. Good.
That song's That's fucking great. One. Yeah. Love it. Also, I mean, going back to what you said, Aaron, driving bass line. Yes. And you could hear it throughout the entire song. There wasn't one part of the entire song that was lost. Yeah. The bass. True. Incubus carried it on well. And it's a song that does very well today. Yeah. True. Well, and also they always, always had good bass players in their group. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know? Well, yeah. that's Thank because they recognized guys. they recognized the fact the that, relationship. that it is a crucial part to the mix. You yeah. listen to any... There was a handful of fabulous 90s started bands that yeah. came off the wave of the grunge era mm-hmm. that figured out a kind of method for their music writing. Right. Eve Six was another one. Eve Six, fabulous songs. The lead singer fabulous was the bass player. Bass playing. Yeah. You know. That's a lot of the reason why, too. Yeah. yeah. The bass player wrote all the stuff for Eve yep. Six. Yep. What, what was the name of the group? Eve, Eve, Eve Six. Eve Six. I never heard of them. Really? They yeah. didn't. Uh, I would swallow my pride. I would jump on the rinds, put the lack thereof, and let me empty inside. I would swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna turn my tender heart in a blender. You never heard that song? Probably. I, I, You'd I'll, probably recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. That was good, guys. That was a good. <laughs> I, fe- I felt that. <laughs> We've, like, oh, that. Eve Six was such a big yeah. band for both of us, in- yeah. influentially. Yeah. Um, Back in the day, we actually got to watch them play live. They came to Alaska. Wow. And I got to stand 
because we were lucky enough to play music afterwards. Or wait, did we open for him? We opened for yeah, we opened for you six. Wow, that was was it cool. the outdoor like it was the outdoor festival? Show? It was the, it was a boxing show. We were in a boxing ring. We yeah, had to load we had to load our gear, and then there was a boxing show. Then another band that we were kind of Alaskan rival with at that time. <laughs> only in our heads. It wasn't anywhere else. No one only in our band's right. brain. No right. one cared about it at all, probably but us. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, really. and then Eve Six played. And then afterwards, you know, just because we were one of the bands played, we got to go to the bar that was the after party and they came and all that shit. And uh, that's pretty cool. So did you, did you get to meet them? In oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Wow. I, I went up, had drinks with like we had drinks with them. I the funny thing is their bass player is like six four. He's only a few inches shorter than me. He's also a redhead. And so we like we locked on on tall status, ginger status, and bass playing status. And we, I was just like <laughs> homies. Bros. Yeah. yeah, you're like, we're my brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We can't we're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was cool though. But no, it was just a lot of those there was a, a, a small select few of all of the bands that got pop that really figured out. But even if you go into some of the pop lanes. Yeah. Yeah, there are bands from that time that figured out that well, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Was, I don't know, dude. They're that they are exactly in that early that '90s status. A, yeah, that's along with the what band I can think of, and that it's what really made them right. hooky because they had bass lines. Right, they think had bass Snow. lines that people could. That's yeah. what my that's well, but one of millions. Of, I guess. Later yeah. on, but Snow came in the late 2000s. Yeah, they have so many popular songs. It's not even right. funny, dude. Yeah. Right, but they if all you have really look at it. Yeah, and they all have yeah. catchy. Bass lines yeah. yeah they're good yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 no it's 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 Josh cool Lamb. to see he's the bass player that for naked luck he's like he's all yeah about. he's chili peppers all the way he's a flea man flea man i think that's what you call him yeah yes. um yeah, okay so so here i'm gonna do something before we go i think it's about that time we listened to our last song it was beautiful yeah. um Oh man! Are you gonna play something silly from our brains? Yeah. Before we, I'm looking out. for a silly one. Okay, this one's silly. Gentlemen, hey gentlemen, let's all sit down here. Uh, we're gonna get started. We're all here because we shared the same problem. We all tend to lose our babies. Uh, we're gonna start off today's meeting by just going around the room, say your name, uh, maybe what you do, and uh, your first time losing your baby. Hey, my name's Pete. Hey, hey uh, I'm 42. I work in the IBEW, and uh, the first time I lost my son, uh, it was a hot day out. We were watching SpongeBob. I went in the kitchen to grab popsicles, one for me and two for him, and uh, came back, and that fat little bastard had already run away. I don't know where he was. I searched the whole house. 45 minutes. He was in the dryer. Wonder how he got in there. Huh. Man, you look great for 42. Thanks for sharing, Pete. Next. Hi, my name's Tank. I want to tell you about losing the third baby, because we didn't get the other two back. I was baling hay one day, and the baby must have fell into a bale, because I didn't see it again until I was in town. I was selling my bales, and then I saw his purple little foot sticking out 13 years later, and he still won't get near my tractor. Oh, man. Okay. Thanks for sharing, Tank. Let's move on. Next. Hi, my name's Joe. Hi, Joe. First time I lost my I baby, like, I was gathering old clothes to donate to Goodwill. My kid must have crawled inside a box of clothes before I dropped wow. him off at the donate station. 
I yeah. didn't even realize it until I got home that evening. I called him, and the truck had already left. Oh man, it was driving Wait, all over the place. Right Luckily, I had Kablog's baby find him, and I ended up wow. getting my kids six I counties over. I think we're all curious. Talking. What's the baby finder, Joe? Well, it's just a thing that you attach to your baby any way you can. Kablog <laughs> makes it, and it tells you where your baby is right on your phone. Thanks, Kablog. Kablog's hopefully patented child finder is a product of Kablog International. <laughs> yeah, uh, dude. We that's do, good. We do all types of shit. I love it. I here, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you something that'll blow your mind. We play this a lot on it for all you guys out there. It's one of my favorite things we've ever done, and it shows. I don't know. It's just good. Kill right. blog spray. Oh God. Okay. It's <laughs> it's a good one. Okay. I, it's it's honestly probably one of my favorite. Oh, car blarg. Carblarg is also a good one. Oh, no, we're going to do these. We're going to give you a little taste off right at the end. Welcome to Kablarg Motors, proudly serving the U.S. mediocre automobiles for the last three and a half months. And we're still going. <laughs> Kablarg! Carblarg! When I first heard about Kablarg Motors, I broke down at a taco house somewhere outside of Dallas. I was fortunate enough to get upgraded to a bigger car that smelled like farts at first, but now I only smell burritos. Farty burritos. Which is appropriate, because later my farts will smell like burritos. Kablarg! Kablarg! This is amazing. And I know I said that a lot, but... (laughs) (laughs) Right? You want to buy a used car from Kablarg? Yeah, from Kablarg. Farty burritos. (laughs) Which is appropriate because later my farts will smell like burritos. Okay, here's another great one. (laughs) All right. Go over. Okay, okay, before I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. This is also a testament to when I said I'm all the science and he's all the heart. Yeah. Yeah. All of the funny. Here's something that I need actually everybody realize because I don't know if I've ever expressly stated this on the podcast. 90% 90% of all of the funny jokes, the funny quips, the hooks, the lines that play off of each other, the words that interact with each other is his brain. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> Most of the funny shit that comes out on this in our commercials yeah. that is in the end product is a funny line <clears throat> that he said in relation to some other funny line. Okay. Now, we both do our part in all the voices and the creation and stating the words, right. but I want to say most of the fucking jokes, most of the creative flow of the words, and this commercial expressly shows the kind of brain that Jason has that works <laughs> oh, <yeah>. God. geniusly. <laughs> Yo, everybody, today we be out here kablogging with Shiz Naughty. Shiz, how you? Shiz be good. Shiz Naughty ready to party. We got Captain Kablog out front giving away lollipops to all the little ruglets and shit. Not going to talk about it, though. I'm going to be about it. Kablog! Fix your shitty car. It is the goop that's super smart. It is an art to watch it start to move a rusted sticky part. Snake it at your local mart or bar it off your workmate's card. Kablog's a spray that's used in ways can save you from your fucked up taste. Let's go. Now we are two bros that know how to fix problems we face on the road. Kablog is sick. It will unstick or restick the Kablog trick. She's naughty. We don't stop the party. Yeah. That right there. It probably is some our of, best commercial. Some of those rhymes, some of the words, <laughs> the things that just... It, it, what? 
was that written or was that freestyled? No, no, yeah, it was we definitely wrote, we wrote written that. down. Oh, okay, but I was but, say, but, yeah. but that is him going. Okay, <laughs> we we have a spray that does everything. Barter makes cart can shove it off your local mart. Blah blah blah. He just he just does all this stuff, and and then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I got the rhyme, and I'm like, all right, boom, click, and he's bar. It just fucking gets it. We we try to do this. There's a commercial somewhere where we both rap, and it's one of the it's one of the few. I do you remember which commercial it is? No. That uh, there's a commercial out there where I have lines and he has lines. Yeah. And out I want there. It's it's, it's somewhere it. on one of these buttons in our few slides of buttons. It's it's somewhere where I rap and it's embarrassing. But what I want to say is it took me like I had one line, two lines and it took me like 20 minutes to just say it on beat and like and and he's just like I wrote a whole thing and I'm going to nail it my first time. With as flow. weird as it is, I yeah. I like have rapped a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like I actually have rapped a well, lot. Well, what yeah. he learned to sing harmonies on rap songs. Yeah. I really. Yeah, cuz I guess I don't know. I <clears throat> Yeah. Anyway, the hooks of rap songs are a good place to get because it's like all hype men. Like the the guys just kind of singing like this, and then some guy just doing this, you know. Yeah. So I just did that for a while until I was like, ah, this is not hard. (laughs) I can make shit sound good, and then I started growing appreciation for different music and blah blah. Yeah. But yeah, it's true. It's very true. All right, man. Well, this was fucking fun. Yeah. Hell of a show. Uh, hell of, hell a, of show. a show. I was just seeing if there was anything else I want to do, experience you two before you go. Um, oh, you want to hear a nursery rhyme? Sure. <laughs> Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a shot and took a great fall. Humpty Dumpty recuperated in the yard for a couple months listening to time and stuff. Now Humpty Dumpty has some balls. Thanks. Thanks. One more. (laughs) Little Miss Muffet sat on her tuffet and put on her beats by Trey. Time and Stuff was the podcast of choice, and Hennessy led her astray. That bitch sucked a dick for a dollar that day. Thanks. Change to the point. Little Miss Muffet's a whore. That's all yeah. I gotta say. All right. Well, and for uh, said Time and Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Right. She's not real. I can say that. Yeah. No one. Everybody, calm down. She's not even a real person. <laughs> How do you know that? No. Miss Little Miss Muffet was not real. Yeah. I stand by that. <laughs> Thanks, man, for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Well, thank you for really. having me. Uh, you picked a wonderful selection of vinyl. We were glad to pick your brain about. Yeah. Every th- kind of the 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 foundational little bits of you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. God no. <laughs> may be the title of this podcast yeah right yeah that's great uh, yeah yeah man anything else that you want to say you have any gigs coming up i don't think i ha- i don't have any gigs coming up in the next month i think i have one on the 15th with caleb and i don't know where it's gonna be at cool but that's the most yeah but guys i i just i'm just taking a break that's caleb and the monsters cool. yes yeah yeah you should, you should come good find show. find yourself 
Yeah. But at the same time, I hope that my other projects work out and that they keep on rolling. And uh, Well, hey, like you said, like you, you, you stated already, you're trying to find yourself with your bass playing, your tone. Y- right. You know, what... what I, I I see that in you. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, I I can tell that you're a, an explorative, very thoughtful type of of human. Yeah. And uh, like I said, I think it one uh, play with making your tone more pungent. Yeah. Make it punchy. Mm-hmm. Really want stick it in people's faces, and two, put a microphone in front of your face if you feel that. If yeah. you would like that for yourself, just yeah. just just as. Almost an experiment. It's a really nice way to express yourself, too. It is. That yeah. is that's It'll what I was going to say. As, as yeah. an experiment of expression. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, I mean, totally. I'm doing I'm putting a microphone in my face right now, right? Ah. That's. Yeah. You are. You are. Yeah. True. You are. So. It's good practice. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Well, <laughs> as uh, for us, we say thank you. We say we love you to all of our fans out there. Yep. Uh, love y'all. Love you all. Drive like you know each other. Gargle balls. Gargle balls. <laughs> all right, man. <laughs> well, look at I. We I should have just been able to click the button right there, After. but instead oh, it okay. just pops up. And now this is the outro music, and this is where we should be going. Hey, we love you. Yay, oh, yeah. this is us ending the episode. Yeah. Thank you, Jared, and uh, yeah, yeah. Until next time, everybody. Yeah.